Hello everyone, welcome back to the Boss Travel Lounge. My name is Patrick, you're listening to episode 26. I really wish there was a milestone that we could congratulate 26 on, but nothing really special happens. Uh, I am joined by Seth and Steve. Say hi, everyone. Hey, everyone. And also, my birthday is on the 26th of August, so that's that's the 26th worth celebrating. Happy well, birthday, I mean, I'm, Seth. I'm, I'm also 26 years old, but you don't see me fucking, like, you, you know, like, who asked? Who asked, Seth? 20. Who asked? <laughs> you, you did. did. You, you did. My brother in Christ, you did. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, uh, Josh realized that he was maintaining too much of a track record for being on the podcast, so therefore he had to take a sabbatical. Um, unfortunately, he didn't return to the underwater level. I got in touch with my brother um, uh, Mario, underwater Mario specifically, uh, and he said that Josh hasn't shown up. Uh, do we think he was kidnapped? Uh, Seth, isn't your thoughts? A, isn't underwater Mario Wario? <laughs> no, that's upside down Mario. Oh, that, that's, when, that's when he sets his hat to Wombo. <laughs> <laughs> he wears his hat. He wears his hat upside down. Just about to make that joke. Oh no! Oh, what's the host going to do now? How will he recover from this? Tune in next week to find out. Steve, where do you think Josh is? Um. Oh man, you really put me on the spot. Are you probably in, on a flat Earth somewhere? He's <laughs> flat sick, Earth somewhere. He's sick of this round spherical bullshit, so he's like, you know what, fellas, flat Earth. <laughs> and that's also the only funny thing I can come up with. <laughs> Pack me up and send me home. <laughs> um, I, I suspect uh, he, he decided that uh, the news of Pokemon this week was just so much for him that he, uh, he, he went to go be with uh, the Lechonk of, of his memories. Lechonk is such a good sandwich. Pokemon. Oh, so good. So but we'll get to thing, that later. Well, we, we will, we will. But I, I will preempt it by saying um, I, uh, so... Pokemon announcement was last night, uh, as of recording this. I, uh, I open up, open up ye oldy, uh, work from home Microsoft Teams, you know, just like they did back in the gold rush times of the 1800s, uh, and, uh, every video game thread that existed within Microsoft Teams talked about LeChonk. Uh, I assume, uh, Seth, you were probably much the same, and Steve, I heard you have no fun at work, so you probably weren't the same, but we'll get into that later on. That'll be fine. Um, Krispy Kreme slash tech update, anyone have anything to share? No, everything's um, been fun on my end. Actually, no, I've got some I want to say, and I want you guys' opinion on this as well. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, you know what? Now I'm regretting it. Um, I'll go well, first. Well, no, you asked. Um, you Krispy asked. Cream. You asked. I'm going to uh, keep going. <laughs> so, I got, so I got my boom arm for my mic because of this booming podcast. I can finally afford oh. like a boom arm. What a um, plug. It turns, out, it turns out it's not an actual um, arm. It's just like a piece of metal that's holding something. I was expecting like a, a six-foot-tall man's arm. To hold my microphone for me, but obviously that's not can't all be winners. Uh, Patrick, can we just move okay. right past that? I don't know how to respond. <laughs> Got him. I'm, I'm I'm glad you asked, Seth. I also don't know how to respond. How about we don't know how to respond together, and I'll talk about my Krispy Kreme experience. Do you, <laughs> you guys have arms as like boom arms as well? They come from the no, same. No, I, I have a I have a <laughs> desk stand. I have a, I have a oh, desk stand and. It, it, is, it is fairly precarious. Those are, the feet. Those are the feet. So for every arm they chop off for a boom arm, the stand is made from the feet. So they use every part of the lechonk. It's true. It's true. It's very efficient. Uh, the problem with mine is that the, micro the, the microphone came with a shock mount, and the shock mounted microphone is so heavy that I have to have it on basically the, the um, what's the word? Like the, I want to say the lowest setting. That's not really what I mean. Like I have to have it as close to the base as possible, because if I have it any further from the base, the entire thing just tips over. No oh, shit. It's it's, it's heavy. I need to I need to like 
I need to like super glue the base to my desk. <laughs> it's, mine, it's too heavy otherwise. Mine has like a vice clamp, so mine's uh, steady on the desk, and it. I've got a road bike and a road boom arm, so they're made for each other. A road That's is cute. in like the. Do, you drive do, on do it? two roads? Do two roads make a highway? Or. Uh, no, a mini motorway. Ha! Bam. Nice. Well, well played. It. Well played. Wait, what do you mean you don't. Were you, were you not listening to episode 20. What was that, 24? 20, 23? 20, I wasn't here for episode 24. Oh, God. Remember? I mean, I, you, you I don't knew that. You don't, was, know what, you don't know where I, episodes I, was, I, I'm on here. I come on here, I slave away after a big day of work. I, <laughs> bro, I come in with the funny jokes with the boom arm puns. It's, this is the it's hard so enough I get. keeping track of one dropout, okay? Two dropouts is my limit, all right? It's so <laughs> hard missed, to just switch you between missed, you two. We talked about, the, we talked about mini motorways on the episode where Steve was gone, so Josh felt like he had to make uh, puns instead. <laughs> mini oh, motorways. God, was it that episode? Oh, yeah. shout outs to that episode. You know what? If you remember what episode number it is, tell us, because I've forgotten. <laughs> um, I uh, had to fill up my car for the first time in two months today, and every gas station in Auckland that you go to that is, um, uh, I want to say BP. Yeah, it is BP. Um, every BP station that you go to is also like a Krispy Kreme dealership. Uh, and so I, I went to- What the fuck? Seven, I, we have the same thing, but it's like 7-Eleven. Yeah, 7-Eleven and Woolworths yeah. over here have them. Bro, does 7-Eleven give you gas, though? Yeah. Yes. Some not, of them do, not, not all of them. There are like, there are convenience store ones, but the majority probably are um, petrol stations. Okay. That, that's trippy. Haven't been to Australia in a while. Clearly times have changed. That's fine. I'll adjust. Yeah, I think most um, of our but... BPs are gone, actually. <laughs> nah, there's one up the road from me. Um, <laughs> they didn't be, survive think... the oil spill. Um, what is, well, because the, the... they've been rebranded from BPs to APs. What? Australian Petroleum? Yeah, there you go. It clicked. Because um, they're being sold in Australia. That's crazy. I haven't seen one of we, those we took near over, me at all. We, we took over all the, all the shells. Wait, do you guys still have shell stations? Uh, yeah, we Ooh. do. We've got a couple of shells. Uh, if they're not yeah. shelled and they've been rebranded as coals. Oh, yeah, they are those weird coals. So we bought out all the shell stations and renamed them as Z, uh, which... I would say stand, I would say stands for Zealand, but there's no N, so I, I don't know if that's true or not. But those are Z Maybe. stations if you come to if you come to New Zealand. It uh, might be a BP, um, like Zealand. regular BP, uh, which of course stands for British Petroleum, and uh, I guess you know Commonwealth country, uh, God save the Queen, all that good shit. Anyway, so my local Krispy Kreme crack slash uh, gas dealership, uh, they were doing um, just sort of boxes of you know ready to go donuts, and I thought. Hell, I've already just burnt $90 filling up my car with gas. What's an extra 10 on some on some Krispy Kreme? Am I right, fellas? So uh, I did that. Turns out that they were um, the kind of the entrails of the of ye, ye olde, um Easter uh, donuts. They were the ones that- Oh, Jesus. The yeah, Easter yeah, exactly. was so long ago, big fella. It was. It was. I ate them and, and I felt like shit. But I only felt like shit because I was just so sad that I was missing out on such great deals from Krispy Kreme. Please sponsor us. Um, boom. Nice segue. Uh, unfortunately, uh, because Josh isn't here, he doesn't have any snarky comment slash shitty Josh take to give to that, but that's fine. Uh, I guess we'll move on. Um, straight into round the lounge, even. Uh, not a huge amount's been happening this week. A lot of news. Less so, less so on the games front. Uh, I'll go first. I, this is crazy. Have you ever, um... Ever felt like ever... this? <laughs> strange I just, things I... happen. <laughs> 
Where are you going? I just, the truth? I, I, I just want someone to, to tell me that they've been going through the same experience. You know, I just, I'm just looking for that human connection uh, in these crazy, crazy times. No, I, um, I got hit with a YouTube ad for a Steam game and I went, huh, that's interesting. Just, you know, on, on the ad itself, looked it up on Steam and every Steam review was like overwhelmingly positive. So I went, huh, for five bucks, this seems like a good time. Picked it up. It was, in fact, a good time. Uh, Shapes.io. Uh, I'll be speaking about that for a little bit. Uh, not a huge amount to discuss. It's a very what basic the fuck? Game. You actually fell for I, one of those? Jesus, man. I did. Yeah, that got me hook, line, and sinker. Uh, Steve, what have you been up to? Um, I, uh, well, still fucking plodding along with Elden Ring. Maybe bash myself up against the wall for fucking four hours. That's always fun. Um, but I won't be talking about that. Um, Are you beating the game, though? Yeah. I'm getting there, I'm making progress. For the, for the uh, Fire Giante. Fuck are you talking about? I'm gonna talk. What are you, what are you talking fire about? Fire Giant. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I beat the Fire Giant this morning. I spent an hour before I started what, what work. Was the, what was the. Oh, you, you know, we'll, we'll get what? into the four hours. Stick around for the four hours. Um, yeah. Seth, what have you been up to this week? Um, mostly just watching Stranger Things. Like, I've gone through all the seasons that are out now and completely caught up with it, season four. Eh, wrong answer. Correct answer was editing last week's episode, but that's fine. That's a solid second place. You, you told me to that. stop talking I'm- about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love your work. Um, no, that's cool. Uh, Josh, what are you been up to? I assume future stuff will just put some cricket sounds or something in here and not make me look I'll like censor an him out. Just continuing to <laughs> continuing to talk when there should, in fact, be cricket sounds playing. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, that's that's fine. Uh, nice and quick uh, round the lunch for this week because we have a lot of news to get through. So, uh, Steve. Elden Ring, that that new release game. <laughs> Where are you up to? What have you been up to? Um, so I just beat the Fire Giant this morning. I literally like, um, so j- just to give you a bit more inside baseball into my life, right? Um, inside my baseball. Alarm, Ooh. My, my, um, I wake up, my alarm goes off at six. I play on my phone until about 6.15, 6.20. I get up, <laughs> I get dressed. I watch whatever the show I'm watching. If it's like a 20 minute show, I watch two episodes. Or if it's like an hour episode, I'll watch one. Um, and then I will play like, uh, that usually takes me to about like quarter past seven and then I'll spend it until that's about so, eight o'clock that's so playing video oddly games. specific, but continue. Well, he wanted to know everything about my life. Well, um, I mean, I did. Uh, I don't know if everyone else wanted to. That was more of a, like, why haven't you sent me feet pics in two weeks type message, but that's fine. We can oh, just feet? Okay. Out I'm out of here. I can't, I can't be sharing a podcast <laughs> with people who are into feet. <laughs> hey, well, sorry. You know, I just have to channel like a- Josh while he's not here. You know what you, you, you feel? <laughs> It's getting that fussy. Um, God. <laughs> shit. Um, yes, anyway, so, um, so I just finished... <laughs> so I just finished watching um, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I'm not really going to talk about because that's a Marvel TV show. It exists to fill Wait, the time. Wait, is, is that a TV show? I thought Winter Soldier was a no, movie. So there's Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and that's the second yeah. Captain America movie. Yeah. Um, but they've made like a spin-off TV show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that sort of picks up after the events of like uh, Steve, like the old Captain America has like died and like what happens like with Falcon and that Winter Soldier and et cetera. I'm not going to talk about that. I'd, it was okay. And let's just leave it at that. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I, I finished watching that and I had about like an hour before I would yeah. um, start work. So I was like, yeah, cool. Let's see. I'll just play a bit of Elden Ring. Yeah, as and you do, really. And I kept throwing myself with that fire giant. I kept going, I kept dying, I kept going, I kept dying. And that repeated. And I'm like, you know what? One more try. I reckon I've got him. One more try. And I look at my, um, my phone and it's like 7.58. I'm like, it's supposed to be online in two minutes. Um, in that 
five steps it takes me to go from my lounge room to my study. I'm like, you know what? One more try, one more try. Um, and then I did it. Hey, there Congratulations. we go. Uh, did you, yeah, did you use a Mimic like T? Um, I did. What's your build? Mimic uh, so at the moment, I'm going for a, a hybrid strength faith build. I'm Ooh. using um, that uh, Radovan... Uh, star sword thing like the dual blades type of thing that is very cool. I'm, I'm sorry, you're using a boss weapon, you're not beating the game properly. Oh fuck, here we go. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Steve. I, I hate to tell you this, but you threw off the Emperor's groove and you're having fun wrong, so that ain't gonna fly. You, you need to start over, go go back to level one, only use the buckler shields parry and a broken <laughs> sword. <laughs> Man, I'd go Just insane. as God intended. Yeah, all right. I've been changing my build on the fly, like depending on how I go. I like how you can race back in Elden Ring. I really like that because then you can't really go down the wrong path too much. Yeah, I actually yeah. respect anyway, yeah. so much that I I ran out of um the respect um item. Oh yeah, unlucky. Yeah, I haven't done that much. Um, yeah, then I beat it, and I'm like, okay, well, got to go to work, even though I'm finally fucking past this part, and then I toggled off to work. But like, well, I say ten minutes late, but it's not like as if. My manager was like, hey, where you been, big fella? Well, it's um, because you told him you're beating the... F- Wait, hang on. Why does... Why does your manager work on Sesame Street? I don't know. Because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody works on Sesame Street. Don't we? Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, so... Um, yeah, Not that's... in this puppet world, I don't. <laughs> Aren't you guys on Sesame Street at the moment? Aren't we all in Sesame Street when you really think about it? Aren't we all just sesame seeds floating in the wind? On this bun called life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but, yeah I'm, I'm still loving Elden Ring, even though some of it is like frustrating. I looked at my playtime as well the other day, and I was at like 75 hours, and I'm like, hmm, hopefully I'm close to the end. And everyone said like, oh, yeah, you're sort of close, but I put in like another 10 hours after that. So maybe I'm... But at the same time, a lot of the time is literally me throwing myself at a boss until I win, um, which is... That is, that is the soul's way of playing a game. Yeah, which is literally like an hour this morning on Fire Giant, an hour last night on Fire Giant as well. And I'm like, no, nah, just one more go, just one more go, and I never do it. Um, but another game I'm playing that is not Elden Ring is called Yes, Your Grace. And that's a... That is... I don't know how, a way to describe it. It... Well, like, I, I was reading the Wikipedia article to, to prepare myself and find a good way to describe it. But the Wikipedia page lists it as like a role-playing game, but I wouldn't really call it that. I say if it's more of a a management sim with role-playing elements, if that makes sense, um, which it probably doesn't. So essentially the, the, the premise of Yes, Your Grace is you are uh, taking the role of a king and there's like an invading wait, 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 wait. army. I, I, are you the grace in your own story? No, you're the yes. <laughs> oh, yo, that's wild. Do you have to get the Grace's DLC? No, you got to go outside and touch Grace. <laughs> <laughs> do, you have, do you have to say yes while you do it? Yes. <laughs> or no. <laughs> or no. Um, Ooh. It, is Grace a person? I, I, love, I, love, <laughs> I love branching pathway stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's... um. So, like, there's, a, there's, like, an army that's, like, on its way, and you've sort of got to 
manage how much food and gold you've got or like supplies and gold because um because every it works on like a week cycle and then you'll you start the week with like a you'll be in court and a bunch of villagers or, or other kings or your own family members will come up and be like oh hey like uh, my dog got lost down a well. Can I have like five dollars to go down the well and pick him out? And you can be like, "Yeah, <laughs> can sure." I just have five dollars. <laughs> the dog's like, gone. I accept that. But can I get five dollars? <laughs> like literally, like I need five dollars to get a new one or some bullshit. And like you, like well, we've we've got a um an army coming in like ten weeks, big fella. But yeah, sure, take five gold. And like when you reserves of gold are like. 30 and you're only making like 15 a week it's like oh shit like we really can't afford this but if you reject their request the yeah, satisfaction that's like three dogs a week though well that's just that one dog and the next week it's a sheep and then before you know it wait 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 um, hang on wait wait, wait 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 five gold to choose between a dog and a sheep no no, no it's like one week it'll be a dog that falls down the well and you gotta pay five gold <laughs> yeah, and then next, the next week, week a sheep, it's a sheep falls. that falls down yeah. the well yeah, yeah yeah I get it it's a very very hungry well that's fine but is it five gold <laughs> for both? Uh, uh, five gold each. Yeah, 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 okay, so it is five gold. Yeah, not, each. not so, both so, is in, in total. Sorry, I think we're getting hung up on fucking Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm just wondering, does the well do like a like rescue three, get the fourth free type deal? Like a coffee card type scheme? No, because then on the third one, someone is like, oh, hey, my son fell down the well. Um, you've <laughs> got to go rescue her. And you're like, wait a minute, big fella, is it your son or your daughter? That's You're going to prison. Fuck you. Take advantage of my, my kindness. My son also requires five gold to be rescued, just like the dog. <laughs> yeah, but but if you like refuse a request, your like the satisfaction level within your kingdom goes down, and if it goes down, you earn less taxes, which means it'll impact the amount of gold you can make. Which um, means that the dog rescuing the dog from the no kill well shelter is going to be more expensive. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like, and it's 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 like weird and. There's like essentially two parts, and on the second part, like of the game, it gets pretty like, can we have like twenty the gold? Part, comma of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, yes. Not the second part. All right, of the now I'm with you. Now I'm with you. I was a bit confused. Now I'm with you. I didn't think. Uh, I thought if everybody's following along at home, if yeah. we're not actually talking about the dog in the well anymore, we're talking about the yeah. video game where the dog is, or, or, or the person in the well with the sheep and the dog. <laughs> oh man, my head's spinning. Um, so, like in the second part of the game, there's like another army coming, and et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, yeah, because I highly recommend people go play it. But then it gets like really expensive. Like you'll be earning like uh, essentially like thirty or thirty five gold a week, and people will be like, "Oh, hey, my village burned down. Can I have twenty gold to repair it?" Um, and if you say like, "Yes," you don't have gold for anything else. Like you don't have the gold like reinforce your walls or get to get catapults or anything but if you say no they'd say like well fuck you and you get like a minus 10 to your satisfaction and your satisfaction's at like 20 which means if you take it down a half you're getting like half as many resources are you, which are is you sort telling of like, me that 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 as as the grace in the yes your grace scenario right like cl- close your eyes picture this are you saying that the uh, in-depth storytelling requires you to make the choice between four dogs or an entire village? Not at the same time, but yes. I'm choosing the dogs every time. <laughs> we won't be able to afford all four of them. I'll tell you that way, bunch of big fella. <laughs> yeah, everyone gets two. Um, <laughs> three, three and a half, final offer. Yeah, uh, I'll still take the two a- dogs over the village. <laughs> what if the village can get more dogs? 
Hmm. Yeah, so I thought. <laughs> I didn't think that through. Feed... Yeah. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait. But... Hang on, hang on. But but the common phrase is that it takes a village to raise a child, but the village costs twenty gold and the child costs five when the child gets lost down the well. So well, what's a puppy? What's the village doing? Who asked, Steve? But the, the question is, what, what, what does the village do with the other 15 gold? They've already wa- raised the child for five. Do they just keep the 15 for profit? That's a really high margin on child raising. I don't know the going rates for child raising in a video game that isn't about oh, child raising. You're the king. How do you not know this? I'm not the king. I'm the yes. I keep telling you this. <laughs> yes. That's the whole point of the, whole oh, point of the game. You've yes got man. to say yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All, all you want to do is become the king, but you just have to contend with being yes. He has to contend with being Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jim, Jim, gets- Jim, Carrey, Jim Carrey saying yes to Zoe Deschanel, though. Like, let's keep things in perspective. You know what I'm saying? I did not care for that Yes Man movie. That was did all right. Chris Darby was in it. Shout out to Kiwi actors. Ah. All right. Um, but yeah, so in the second part of the game, it gets like pretty, like I think it gets unfair to the point where I was like, save scumming um, to be pretty much like, because some things you say no to and it's like, oh yeah, cool. I was just trying to trick you. Ha ha ha. And there's no like consequence. But other things you think they're tricking you. So you're like, yeah, no, I get fucked. You go on straight to the dungeons and you lose like half of your resources. Because everybody just gets angry at you. And it's like, oh, well, lost the game. I have to go back. Wait, wait, wait. You go to the dungeons as the yes? Damn. No, if you say no, you go to the dungeons because you're not doing what the game says and that says in yes. Oh. This is making my head spin. No, no, no. I, I follow. I follow. I follow. So Emperor Palpatine offers you the chance to learn from the dark side. But if you, if you learn from the dark side, you have to say no. And if you say no, you don't become the yes. And therefore you go to the dungeon. Yes. Or yeah. no. We're on the same page. Or no. Well, hold on. Hold on. I, I was with you. Now I'm confused. Yes, Your Grace. <laughs> um. you, you, haven't really, you haven't really described how the game plays, though. So, like, what is it that you're actually doing? Is it, like, like a text-based adventure? Like, what, what, what is it that it, you're actually it is, controlling? It is a very much a text-based. It, it's probably about 70% text, and you're like making binary choices. So every now and then there might be a third choice. So, or... so if, you're reading, if you're reading for 70% of the time, is it really a video game? Well, well you have to put funny. the cassette in the player and press rewind to go back to the beginning of the game, don't you? Yeah, and you're holding a controller. And you have to make choices, so it's interactive, I guess. So, mm-hmm. so a visual novel is also a video game, right? Since mm. I can hold a controller and I have to press buttons to... Hang on, what, was that? What, what did you call those? A, uh, a visual novel video Vis- game. <laughs> is it novel, eh? There you go, it's, it's in the fucking title. <laughs> <laughs> but but what, what's, uh, what were you calling uh, Yes, Your Grace? Uh, text-based? Uh, what, do, what do you do with what, text? I would have called it like a... You fucking, what do you do with any video game? All, right, all video games are role-playing games. You're playing the role of this Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Matthew I get the McConaughey feeling... winning the Oscar for being the ultimate yes. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Wilson being the ultimate wow. True. Um, True. I get, so I get the feeling that like all we've done is just shit post on this fucking game, <laughs> 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 which is it, it's not doing it any favors. Like I, I'm probably not explaining it very well because it's a very hard game to sort of capture. There is like a lot of story elements that you sort of have to follow and. 
there's a bro all you've done is describe how to use five gold to save either a sheep <laughs> a <UK> person <laughs> or a quarter of a village i fail to understand the complexity of to this be fair game. i think we spent like three minutes on you two just going back and forth going yes your grace towards each other my brother and honestly yeah, that was so the highlight you, yeah um it, it's it's i think it's it's still pretty good there is like a lot of key decisions you have to make and if you don't uh pay that much attention or uh, there is little parts where you sort of control the king and you can sort of explore the the, the area in and you can talk to your, your daughters because you've got three daughters and you're gonna sort of make sure they're all right they're not killing each other um and you've got a wife who's becomes pregnant later on so you got to make sure she's doing okay you, um, you say still is this an old game like i actually like i for, for, for all the memes i actually know nothing about like where this game fits relative to like you know current timelines i uh, came out in 2020 my good friend so what do you uh, mean still what what is that it's a two-year-old game what do you mean it, it still holds up it's not in game pass anymore so it doesn't exist <laughs> It's it's lost the Game Pass buff for Steven, so now he has to compare it to other real games. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off. Um, yeah, but from, I say still holds up because I because it has a very pixel art style and it is only two D um, environments that you're sort of looking at, it, and it doesn't feel um, like Batman. Very, I understand. It does make you feel like Batman. I mean, it just doesn't feel like a, a modern day game. It does feel like one of those semi point and click adventures from like the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like if it only came out in twenty twenty though, that would probably be one of the selling points for it because it probably would have marketed itself on like, hey, you remember like you know people playing those sorts of games. This is a game that's you know developed kind of in that style. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I've heard some people compare it to that Papers, Please game. I'm not sure if you fellas have played that. I I've haven't, but I want to. It. It yeah, I haven't good. played it. I've heard of it, though. No, that, that, that is a very good game, and it is very close to what this is. And it just sort right. of it sort of sells itself on you need to manage your supplies and your gold very well, but those are the only two supplies, and there's some of the choices are unfair or you're not really sure how things are going to turn out. So then if you don't do the right choice four weeks later, the consequence might happen and it really impacts you. So you really can't do anything and you have to sort of sit on your hands for another three weeks where you build up gold, but it's hard to sort of build those resources when you're saying no to everybody, all these people that keep asking you for shit and that ruins your um, satisfaction score as the king and then people stop paying taxes and then you sort of get the shit. It is- Have you- uh, like, where, where are you at with Yes, Your Grace? Have you, like, finished it? Or yeah, finishing? I finished it. Okay. No, no, I finished so, it, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty small, probably only about six hours. Um, is there much replayability? Because it sounds like you actually do have a, a decent level of, like, decision and choice making in this. Oh, there's probably, like, a lot of them are, like, inconsequential choices. As in, right, like, yeah. you did the, the right thing, so you got, like, a, a better amount of gold as opposed to a less amount of gold. There yeah, are gotcha. some, like... Uh, three or four key points where you could do something different. Um, but you can sort of tell how that would work out. It's like a, either go to the column A or you go to the column B and like there's an extra one or two people in the background. Um, it, yeah, I'd, honestly, I probably wouldn't play it again. Um, like I'd see no need to. I've played it. And once you get towards the end of it, you sort of figure out the best way to handle situations to essentially min-max. 
um, for lack yeah. of a better word. Like you know what to ignore, and but you know what to sort of uh, put all your resources in. Um, but yeah, sort of to wrap up, I've sort of rambled on this game. I didn't really expect to talk about it for that long. I <laughs> um, just got memed on the whole fucking time. <laughs> Um, God, Seth, like, just, you know, the next time Steve wants to talk about a game, just, like, let him talk about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I should I should get better about interrupting people like that. <laughs> yes. Just, 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 just... Your grace. Yeah. Just, 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 just think about how annoying it is for you trying to talk about Final Fantasy XIV and just being and unable to get more than two sentences out. Just think about Steve in this situation, right? Uh, no, I think Steve's okay in those situations because he gets a nap. Yeah, I'd... Big sleep, big sleep during the final. It's on Xbox, so you get sleepy. Sleep. True, true. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, so anyway, just to, to, yeah, to finish so up, to wrap up, yeah, yeah. I hate I, it's got like fucking pixel art style, which does it no favors. It, it dates it in a way that it probably doesn't need to. Yeah, um, I did sort of enjoy the narrative and the story going forward, um, but it is sort of held back by the the management side of it, and the management is the the majority of it. But if, if someone out there sort of it might be interested pick it up on sale I probably realistically would because it's pretty short it's only six hours and there's very little replayability I'd probably say less than like ten dollars if you can pick it up and realistically it probably shouldn't be any more than that what, what platforms um, you said it wasn't on Game Pass anymore but is it available on Steam or just Xbox no I believe it's on Steam as well I think it's on everything because it came to the Switch as well because um, I see it go on right. sale at the Switch all the time, but I'm not sure what's on the PlayStation Store. Um, it is thirty dollars on Steam. Jesus Christ! Do not fucking pay thirty dollars. Um, <laughs> it, it's I would pay no more than ten. Like I, like I do understand it's like an indie studio type of thing, but it feels like it plays things. It wants you to play a certain way, and if you don't, you're sort of punished for it. But at the same time, you're punished in a way that stops you from progressing the story because you get like a game over screen and then you have to go back a couple of weeks to fix it. You, you died of dysentery, try again. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but yeah, so all in all, I'll probably give it like a, a 5 out of 10. It was a meh. Like, I enjoyed my time, but towards the end of it, I'm like, okay, cool. Is this finishing up? Is this wrapping up? Um, yeah, but yeah, okay. that's it. That's all. Yes, your grace. Yes. Uh, Grace. For that, yeah, there we go. There we go. Thank you for that, Steve. Uh, Shapes.io, because I figured we might as well group the video video games and then and then hit the uh, hit the old hit the old TV series. Uh, Shapes.io. I I'm a simple man. I enjoyed playing games like Opus Magnum, where the entire game premise is efficiency. And here I was, just wanting to watch a a uh, you know standard YouTube video. And it hits me with a Steam ad. And the Steam ad, really simple, just has some uh, pretty pretty banging techno music and shows some kind of automation-y Factorio-type game. And I went, that's interesting. And then it showed all of the reviews that said it was really good. And I went, oh yeah, I'm sure every game's going to advertise themselves as being really good. So I looked it up on Steam and Steam was like, yeah, no, the reviews are really good. So I paid all of somewhere between five and ten bucks and that's New Zealand dollar dues as well. So that's like super cheap. Um, I don't know if you have super cheap auto in, in Australia, but I really wanted, we to, do. Make, I really wanted to say we su- do, super yeah. cheap auto. That was super cheap auto levels in, in Australia. Um, everything, everything auto and much, much, more, much, much, much more. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Uh, so I picked it up. 
Uh, I got the uh, some sort of DLC thing with it as well because it was just cheaper to get it in the bundle because, you know, Steam. Um, don't think I've played the DLC yet. Maybe I have, I'm not sure. Uh, but it's it's interesting. It's it's I describe it as a super, like, super casual Factorio. So casual to the point where uh, it's almost a little unnerving for me because I... So I came from a game like Opus Magnum, right? Where the, the whole thing of the game... Um, it's very kind of steampunky in art style and you're trying to like create elements, right? It's all sort of alchemy based and that's cool. But you, you come up with these elaborate machines that, that do these big sort of alchemical reactions and things. And that's really cool. But the, uh, the, the thing with it is that it almost always lets you kind of pause, tinker with stuff, tweak stuff, and then you hit play and you see it, you see it run itself out and you can't pause shapes.io. And that's not a problem because there's no failure condition. There's no there's no way for you to actually lose a level or or to fail in any way. Uh, there are levels, and according to the achievements, they go up to a hundred, uh, which I don't know if I'm going to reach because I'm on level seventeen or eighteen now, and they just get higher and higher to achieve. And it's all about creating a particular thing out of shapes and colors. It's it's very very simple, but. It's, it is, it was unnerving for me to want to tweak a kind of factory piece, like, you know, conveyor belt, shaper, maker, cutter, whatever segment, but not being able to pause the game because I was so used to games where you pause it, tweak it, and then you hit start again, and then everything just kind of continues as normal. But here, everything is continuing the whole time. So whenever something isn't doing something, if it, if it can do something, it'll do that until, until it can't. So you just have kind of this backlog of stuff that the machine wants to do. Uh, and for a while, it, it's just very anxiety-inducing because you want to uh, modify a factory and you can't pause, and so you just see this backlog of shapes piling up thinking, oh no, I'm going to, you know, activate some kind of game over screen. But you can't because of how casual it is. It's, it's really interesting. So it's sort of like a, like a cookie clicker type of thing like can you sort of just let it run in the background and then come back later and it's like oh I got, i've won towards or is it the higher levels yeah that's definitely true towards the higher levels um i uh i think early on i was a lot more engaged with it than i am as i say i'm only on level like 17 18 something now uh the first 10 levels you get through pretty quickly so you, it, it requires a lot of attention but the last maybe three or four uh, a lot of it has been kind of waiting for the materials that you're building to make it through to uh, the collector. And the collector is, is where it, um, you know, keeps track of the materials that you're giving it. And then that's where if you collect enough of a particular material, you get to level up. And so the requirements for that kind of scale up higher than uh, the amount of time you put into it. So, you know, if it takes you I don't know, 20 minutes or whatever the number is. I don't remember how long it took me to do a particular level, but uh, if it took um, 15 minutes for level, say, 15, it might take you 35 minutes for, say, level um, level 16, and then maybe, like, you know, an hour 15, an hour 20 for level 17, you know what I mean? Like, it, like it, it, uh, it ramps up more than, than the time investment per level that you would think. So I imagine uh, okay. <laughs> to, get, to get to levels, you know, 99 and 100, you're just leaving this thing running for like days. <laughs> yeah. 
but it is really fun. I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's, it's, a, it's a really nice kind of have on the second screen type game because the whole thing is actually fairly um, lightweight. It's only a couple hundred megabytes because it runs as, um, it's, it's basically a, uh, a, a browser game, like a game that you'd play in Chrome, but in a standalone, uh, standalone launcher because uh, it's an Electron app, which probably doesn't mean anything to, to anyone who isn't in tech, but uh, it just means that it's a very simple game and uh, it just, you know, stays on and, and you get to run it and it's got a you know, reasonably decent soundtrack. Um, yeah, it's... It yeah, I'm watching, I'm watching the videos that Steam has of it on it and fucking hell, it looks very... Um... I could watch this all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's very it's very aesthetically pleasing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, like the um, shapes are like 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 nice and neat. It's got very um soothing, almost like Windows Media Player. Oh maybe that's probably a bad example because it's this is more geometrically accurate. Like it's just squares and circles. Yeah. But it's fifteen fucking bucks, man. What the fuck, man? 15. Fifteen. I got it yeah. cheaper than that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. This is Australian sucks, dollar. Sucks days. to be you. Yeah. Might have, might have been on sale when I got it. But might have been part of the Memorial Weekend or something. I'm not sure anymore. Um, but yeah, I don't think I paid fifteen for it. But honestly, even if I did pay fifteen for it, um, I'm I'm a sucker for efficiency based casual games like this. So you know, I I would happily play fifteen. I think the average person probably wouldn't pay more than ten. And technically, it is an open-sourced game, so if you get really inventive, you can actually just build it and run it yourself for free. Uh, well, okay. free TM, but, uh, you know, I think paying the 10 bucks for having access to the Electron launcher probably is just easier for, for most people. But yeah, I really enjoy it. I, um, it's the sort of thing that I, uh, particularly now as I'm getting towards the higher levels, Know, higher tm like the the whole thing right is that like you know why would you go from level 18 to level 19 it at least as far as i've played it gives you something new to play with every level every time you level up it's like oh before you could only cut one shape in half well you've unlocked the next level and the next level lets you cut a shape into quarters which means that you get to change a whole bunch of your factories and processes to basically you know strive for, for better efficiency and I'm a sucker for that kind of mechanic. That is right up my alley. <laughs> Any kind of little efficiency boosts like that that you go back and you and you tinker with what you've already done. And it's really funny because I, I suckered uh, a maid of ours into it and I've just spaghettied all these conveyor belts and, and you know, elements all over the, the um, game board. And he's done this very symmetric, almost circuit board style. Yeah, so I, I was going to also... say some of the things I've seen on... Steam screenshots were very circuit boardy. Yeah, yeah so I, it's I, very... think, I think there's there's a lot of room for um, creative flair to come through, which I think is also quite cool for uh, a hyper casual game like that. I say hyper casual in that um, it's casual in that you know you, you you play it for a bit and stop, and there's no there's no loop to keep you there. But it's hyper casual in that you don't even need to uh, click, like in the case of a cookie clicker. It's like if you so the whole thing would be like um let's say because i don't remember what the actual requirement is but let's say for level seven you needed to um uh deliver to the little hub area a green circle let's say right it probably wasn't but let's pretend it was 
as soon as you make a machine that can build a green circle, that's it. You can just leave the game running for a couple hours and it'll just cumulatively, you know, get you enough green circles to level up. So the draw is to just build more and more factories slash, um, you know, conveyor belts, whatever you want to build more green circles at the same time. But as soon as you get that first one, your job's done. It's, it's ticking up slowly, but it, it'll get there eventually. So it's been great for me because, you know, I'll make sure that I'm building whatever I need for the next level, and then I can, you know, open up a second screen, uh, watch some YouTube, look at some, you know, blog posts, do whatever else, and it's just ticking up in the background. So in the same way that a casual game would. So I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm probably going to wrap stuff up here unless you guys have any other questions. Um, yeah, I've been looking on um, Steam. It looks like there's got some, like, good mod support as well. And because you said it was open source, that probably makes it a lot easier to create mods as well. Have you gotten into the mod scene or you just sort of... Nah, nah, nah. I, okay. I, I don't know when I'm supposed to. I feel like because... The, so there's an achievement for hitting level 50 and there's an achievement for hitting level 100. So Jeez. I'm assuming... Yeah, exactly. So I'm assuming uh, I'm um, getting towards the stage where people would start looking at modding the game because they're no longer as focused on hitting the next level up because that's going to get harder and harder to hit. Yeah, and it's not. What is it? Is it harder or is it just longer? Longer, mostly longer and yeah, more okay. complex. So, uh, like, well, I guess that makes it harder. Then I guess. Yeah. So, so the whole yeah. thing is like it's really easy to make a green circle, but it's really hard to make um, a green circle with like a red square in the middle, right? Because you need an extra piece to add to that. So, as fast as you want to make it, uh, it is still slower to get a green a green circle with a red square than it is to just get a green circle, right? Just purely on the amount of stuff you need to get. Uh, so I imagine the complexity slash difficulty will increase as it goes. And so, you know, maybe when I hit another couple level ups, I'll start looking at some of the mods, but for now I haven't touched it. Uh, and that goes with the DLC as well. Uh, the DLC, I'm, I'm, it seems to basically just be a mod, but the mod's made by the developer. So I don't know what I'm expecting. Official but... mods. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's all, it's all in the same kind of ballpark, but... Um, yeah, it's on Steam. I'm surprised it's 15 bucks. I, unless you're into that sort of game, actually wouldn't recommend you buy it for 15. I'd wait for it to go on sale. Uh, I, I got it for, uh, somewhere around 10 because with the DLC as well, I don't remember how much the base game cost. Uh, and the base game alone with mods is probably, you know, all you need. I don't know what the DLC adds. I have, I don't think I've missed anything by having the DLC. Um, Around the $10 mark, absolutely worth it. $15 mark, probably a bit too high, as I say, unless you're into it. But at the $10 mark, which is where I bought it, um, you know, some amount on sale, uh, I'd give it a, a solid, like, you know, seven, probably six out of 10 for a gameplay thing, because it's kind of a, a set it up and forget. But in terms of the um, it, efficiency, like fire and forgetty. It like, released the serotonin you needed. Yeah, to, to lean yeah, into it, the style fun. of game. Yeah, like yeah, you're enjoying the time you're having spent with it, yeah. despite the fact yeah. you're not spending a lot of time into it, if that makes sense. That, that's yeah. the I think thing, I yeah. Le leaning into the, soul, into the sort of game that it is, 8 out of 10. But in terms of someone looking at what the game offers and whether they'd be into it, probably a 6. 5 or 6. So, yeah, look for it on sale would be would be my advice. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's Shapes.io. Um. They, they're apparently known, that studio is apparently known for another couple, which one of them I recognized, the other one I didn't, but I don't remember either of their names. Which is really stupid now. Um, yeah, they I, are separate I, to, uh, I saw a, that you a, could like, buy like a bundle of their games together, but I didn't look at what's 
those games were. Let me let me double one, check. There's yeah, Yorg.io. Uh, not that one. Yorg.io free. Where's where's Yorg.io like two? It, it goes straight <laughs> from one to free. Half Sounds... life baby, let's go. Um, I think I think it was some, something clicker. I think was another game that they did. Cookie clicker. Um, Pokey no, clicker. that's that's the problem. I've been in the chat with you for too long. I want to keep saying uh, Pokey clicker, but that's not it. Um, but the shapes.io. <laughs> oh, yo, no way. There's um, also scorebreak.io. There's a demo as well. If anybody's sort of keen to try, or for um, shapes.io, there's a demo. If anybody's sort of keen. Oh yeah. Um, it, it's also worth mentioning that uh, games like uh, agar.io and slither.io got super popular as online browser games. This is a different studio and a different style of game. So don't don't think of it like those kind of semi-competitive um, uh, online games. It's a very different style. Uh, but yeah, that's all I'll say about shapes. Uh, Seth, why don't you tell us about how strange your things have got? Okay, so <laughs> uh, we'll probably talk about this a little bit because um i'll just give like rundowns of each season i guess because we haven't talked about it before and um yeah i've gone through i haven't seen it so no spoilers i won't give major spoilers don't worry <laughs> um well i haven't seen any of it so i, I don't think they're, they're kids and they are strange that's it they're, they're, no there's stranger things <laughs> than that is this the spoiler cast <laughs> I, it will be is that where josh is is that what he's editing right now God, I wish. Um, God, anyway, I wish that was me. so uh, Strange, Stranger Things' premise is that um, it, these four kids, uh, um, while they uh, after they finish playing D and D together, they um, it, they start running into some um strange things around their town, it, their town it, of Hawkins. And does it roll credits when when Stranger Things start happening? No. It, oh. the, the credits yes, roll. Mind. Please continue. Yeah, uh, so there's this, um, they come across this uh, girl with, um, uh, telekine- telekinetic powers that named Eleven because she has a, a 011 tattooed onto her arm, and that's the only name she's uh, known for her entire life. So presumably she's been a test subject somewhere, and, uh, um, uh, one of the kids that, uh, one of the friends from the f- group of four... Uh, goes missing. He um he's uh, gets home and he starts uh, seeing weird things happening around his he- home. He goes into his shed and then he just disappears. And the the whole first season is based around trying to figure out what's happened to him, whether he's dead. And uh, uh we find out li- little bit of spoilers, but not really because this is all revealed by the end of episode two. Is that there's a um there's an upside down world underneath Hawkins that has uh, monsters all throughout, and uh, they start giving them D and D names. So the one for the um uh, the first season is a Demogorgon, which is uh, just something that um it, it for this season is just something that eats people, and uh, so it becomes a race against the clock of um uh, trying to make sure that Will the kid that's trapped in the upside down world. Uh, doesn't get eaten by a demogorgon and that they can save him. Uh, season one, really good. Um, very, very enjoyable. What, probably one of the... S- Actually, no, I'll, I'll hold off on that. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a very strong season. All of Stranger Things is really strong in general. Um, this one, I'd probably give it's, like... It's also... 
I was going to say, it's, it's, also, it's also based in the, is it 80s? Yes, yes, I forgot to mention that. They're, they're all based in the 80s. So, yeah, they're, mm. they're all kids growing up in the 80s. Mm. Okay, um, good. Before social media, before phones, just enjoying the moment. Yeah, uh, phones, phones are <laughs> around, but they're like landlines. Yeah, they're, there's, phones are around, but there's landlines. They use walkie-talkies to try and talk to each other, but only, um, only two of them live close enough where it's, like, really a big thing for them. Uh, where they can talk to each other on the walkie-talkies from their homes, but they use the walkie-talkies to stay in contact throughout, which is pretty good. Um, nice. There's, there's also a couple of other subplots going on, like Will's brother trying to figure out what's happened to him and Will's mother, um, like, coping with the loss and not believing anything that's happening around her, and she's just kind of losing her mind. Um, Hopper, the police chief, is uh, on the track of everything, trying to figure out what's going on, because... Um, wait, wait, Hopper from Bugs Life? Unfortunately not. This guy's, this guy's pretty big and pretty serious and um, actually a kind of decent guy. Who's Hopper from oh. Bugs Life? Is that the bad guy? Yeah, Hopper's the bad Fresh guy up. in Bugs Life. Okay. I think he then would be like anti or something. Hopper seems like a praying mantis name. Well, because he's a grasshopper. Isn't the bad guy in Ant? Oh, man, I haven't seen... No, I'm thinking of ants. Oh, man. <laughs> Ant is okay, but it's no Bugs Life. Boo. No, you are right. <laughs> Bugs Life is a better one. It really bugged me that I got it wrong. Sorry, fellas. Anyway. I'm a, I'm a um, big flick, flick stand, flick or bust, flick 2020. <laughs> anyway, continue with Stranger Things. Yeah, so um, Hopper, the police chief, is like trying to investigate what's going on. Um, and yeah, just things kind of escalate as the season goes on. And it, uh, that, that season I enjoyed quite a bit. Probably a nine out of ten I want to give it because I feel like it was pretty strong. Like uh, everything was paced really well and uh, the soundtrack is fantastic. So because it's uh, set in the 80s, they lean into uh, synthwave music and it, oh, it just... thank God. Yeah, good. It, it's, it's just... a soundtrack from Drive. Now that's a soundtrack. <laughs> it is oh. a very good soundtrack. The theme song's really good as well and I, I liked it a lot. Um... Even the kid actors in that were, did, uh, did really good. Like, you, you see a lot of kid actors, like, struggle, but uh, um, uh, all the kids the in Stranger... the 80s especially. Yeah, <laughs> especially in the 80s, yes. But no, um, <laughs> uh, the actors in this were all fantastic. Um, uh, so props all around for that. Um, season two rolls around. Uh, um, things are settling down. After, uh, all of them also are, like, a year apart. So... Uh, season two is coming up to the one year anniversary of um, Will being trapped in the Upside Down and a new monster is making its way through, which in this season is um, the Mind Player and it's uh, attached itself to a host and it's trying to, um, it's using an army of um, demon dogs that uh, they end up calling Demodogs to combine Demogorgon with the dog. Are they, are they, are they from Dimsdale Demodogs? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie, I one. did have that thought running across my mind multiple times throughout <laughs> season two. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, uh, so it becomes, a, it, it becomes a story of like trying to uh, survive the demo dogs and um, also, <laughs> also figure out how Dog to stop the mind player. of the Dimsdale demo dogs. Um, also, also in this season, um, at 11... Uh, Eleven disappears at the end of season one, and a lot of um this season is about the kids like uh, well one of the kids like grieving over her loss even though e even a year after, 
and um it it's turns out that she's she's fine she's just in hiding and um hop has been looking after her because he's been treating her as a daughter since um in season one like one of his character motives is um that his uh, daughter died and that's why he's very um he's very into trying to save will and figure out what happened to him and now one of his character motives is that a member of his family died tragically so naturally he's going to try and replace that by partially kidnapping a main character from season one anyway no, not not kidnap try and save them uh oh wait no you're talking about 11 not will <laughs> never mind no um <laughs> No, uh, Eleven doesn't have anywhere else to go after the events of season one, so he just kind of, like, adopts her. But, um, it's not safe for her to be out there because uh, the government will be after her. So he's just kind of keeping her safe until, um, there's a chance for her to, like, live normally. Uh, but yeah, um, the main, the main antagonist of this season, and basically throughout the rest of uh, uh, Stranger Things, is going to be this mind player creature that um uh, take goes into a host and uh, is um uh, using that host to like spy on Hawkins and send out the um uh, the dogs everywhere to go and uh, basically kill more people. Um, it just kind of uh, um makes more of a hive mind for itself and is trying to wipe out life in um in the world. And hive mind is it a bee? Be- Not that type of hive. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, one, the, the uh, it, hives like. Also, sorry. also, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna stop. I is it Sam? His the the Hobbit's name in um Lord of the Rings. Not Frodo. His a lot friend. Of yeah, Frodo yeah. and Sam. Yeah, yes. Samwise Gamgee. Gamgee. Yes, he's on Sam. that Gamgee, right? I I don't remember his actor's oh, name, absolutely. but he is in this season, and he's fantastic as well. Uh, actually, Stranger Things brings Mr. Frodo. Stranger Things brings out a lot of um, uh, very good actors. Like the, one of the main actors that they bring out as like lead on the credits is Winona Ryder, who plays Will's mother, and um, she she's fantastic throughout every season, basically. And um, she's like main star credits. But um, yeah, the guy that plays Sam was fantastic throughout season two, and probably one of the best characters in Stranger Things in general. He's just like a beacon of happiness and sunshine. You know who else would be a great addition to Stranger Things? Who's that? Elijah Wood. Elijah, Elijah Wood, Wood would be, be fantastic, addition. actually. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. The, so the crux, the crux of um the season becomes um, they know about the mind player being inside the host, and they're trying to make it get get out of uh, the uh the kid. And uh, this sounds um, so much like animorphs. A little. Not really, because they're not transforming. Animals. It's just um, it's just like um, they're possessed. So it's they're An- not transforming in the like eighties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that that gets taken care of for now. Um, and the gates to the upside down world gets uh, uh has to get closed by the end of season two. But in doing <laughs> that... <laughs> so now it's Animorphs and The Legend of Korra. <laughs> yeah. And, um... Mm. Uh, could be worse. So, uh, that leads into season no, three, no, no, where... No, no. Steve, the- Steve, it could be worse because Legend of Korra season two is the worst season. Uh, season two is the spirit one, isn't it? It is. It is. But I don't think it's bad. Korra gets a lot of more hate than what she deserves. 
Seb, Seb, what do you think? Do you think season two Legend of Korra is better or worse than the other seasons? I haven't watched Legend of Korra. Oh, man. Big well, why are we even discussing the this then? Stop watching Stranger Things. The strangest thing here is how you haven't seen it. You know what? Oh. I'm done with Stranger Things, so maybe I'll go and watch it then. <laughs> is it still on Netflix? Um, don't know. I'll, I'll have to double know. check that. But I yeah, don't um, have any streaming services. Everything's <laughs> a pirate where I am. See, season two, uh, season two, um, <laughs> it's again, nine out of 10, but like a slightly higher <laughs> nine out of 10 than, um, season one was. I, I still, I like that one a little bit more than the original. Um, season three, I think is the worst season, but in saying that that's like an eight out of 10, uh, instead of like the nines that the others are, maybe a seven. I just feel like some of the characters get kind of annoying in that one. Um, and the main crux of this season is that they're dealing with the fallout of the mind player from season two because it's, it's still around because um, it can't get back to the upside down. And uh, in doing it, the Russians also come into play in this season because it's, during Russians, the, what the fuck? because it's the Cold War era. Oh, of course, of course. The Reds under the beds. Yep. Man. So... Different so the time. Russians know Different about time. the Upside Down and they want a piece of that. They want to try and control uh, the Mind Flayer and all the demons from that, uh, that other world. And um, so a lot of that is, a lot of the season is like dealing with both the Mind Flayer and the Russians. And there's like so many intertwining storylines of like some of the characters are doing one thing. Another set of characters are doing another thing. A third set of characters are doing something else. And they're all like... They're all into, they they all converge near the end in a really good way, and um. So so you you could say that there is an analog between Stranger Things and the Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, featuring the actor that plays Samwise Gamgee, and how they are intertwining stories, all leading to the downfall of Sauron. Exactly, exactly. It all comes together like that. Nice. Um. Yeah. Uh. There's. Not too much more I can say on that, I guess, because a lot of it is just without spoiling anything is like the Russians show up this time. They're trying to take control of the, the demon world. They um, and the mind player is still around making a mess of everything. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Oh. One second. Oh, sorry. Okay. Something well, was stuck in my throat. Oh. Um, yeah. I was uh, going to ask, uh, did, did ne- <clears throat> shoot now something stuck in mind. Did uh, Netflix do the uh, binge approach? So I haven't seen, I think I've seen the first episode of Stranger Things. It's on my list of things to watch. There's just always been stuff that I thought I would enjoy more for some reason. So I haven't seen it yet. But um, did Netflix, because I know season four just dropped, did they do that as a series drop or are they doing that as a weekly episode release? They do it as a series drop and I'm about to get into that with season four. Um, Yeah, okay. So seasons one through three, I... I imagine was just one big chunk dropped at once and it's been three years since season three um season four is out now uh just dropped the reason I was watching all uh, Stranger Things was to watch from the beginning to catch up onto season four as like my first watch through of the series and uh, yeah season four has just dropped earlier this week or like last end of last week End of um, last week, I think, yeah. Yeah, and this is a big season. Um, there's seven episodes, all of them close to, like, at minimum, uh, an hour and 15 minutes. 
uh, the last episode is around two hours long. And there's three more episodes they haven't released yet. They're releasing in July, I think. And all of those are slated to be like two to three hours long. Oh my god. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a big that's... it's a big ask. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I heard Stranger Things 4 also broke a was it 24 hour streaming record of once it dropped it racked up a couple hundred million um I think it was like a uh, week play hours. I think Might it was a week they were know. tracking, but um yeah, yeah it, it it broke records. It broke records. Yeah, it broke quite a few records. It also made a song top charts again. Um running up that mountain That's by Kate right. Bush. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that that is a key song in this season, and because of it's that, it's a key song in general. Yeah, it's it's, it's a fantastic song, <laughs> like just in general. But um, it being included in Stranger Things season four boosted its popularity. Uh, nine thousand nine hundred nine percent on Spotify, and it's. <laughs> you sure it just doesn't hit the hard cap? Like <laughs> it just couldn't go up to five. It, it needed ninety so more percent like, no. to hit that hard cap. <laughs> um. And it went on to iTunes number one, like pretty much That's instantly. Awesome. People um, still use iTunes. Yeah, people still use iTunes. Mm, interesting. People that use inferior cell phone technology do. But yeah, uh, season four is very interesting in that. I, I, I can see some complaints about it being too long, and they could have trimmed the script here and there. But I was gen- genuinely really into, like, the pacing of the show. Everything was, like, very deliberate. Um, it's very slow-paced, uh, taking its time to, like, go through the beats. Um, Is season four the final season? It, I believe it's going to be the final season, yes. Hmm. Oh, uh, good. They- I can finally binge it when it's all finished. Yeah. It- <laughs> yep. Uh, I-, I recommend binging it now so that you can binge the last three episodes when they release and not feel the burnout of uh, so many fucking hours for season four. I'll just watch one episode a day. What are you talking about? Like that, a that, is, that is a way to handle it. I... But then how are you going to play Elden Ring, big fella? Yeah. Uh, laptop screen, Stranger Things, <laughs> yeah. Elden Ring, Ella. I will do ask, neither ask good. Ask the fire giant if he wants to like join you for a watch, for a watch party. I beat the fire giant. You don't even listen when I talk, man. I literally told you I spent so much time and I fucking beat it. And you're like, yeah, no, you can still talk to him. Big fella, he's gone. That <laughs> animation is fine. You'll, all, find all Melania in, you'll find Melania and then you'll have someone to watch it with. Oh, I mean, all the fucking memes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all the fucking memes. I can't wait to get my fucking ass handed to me. <laughs> fucking shit game. That's, actually, no, hang on. I'm backtracking for a second. I, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, Seth. Um, but I do. Do you, do you really? No, no, where, where are you up to, where are you up to an Elden Ring, Steve? <laughs> so that, that scene, um, yeah, you finished it, Seth. And had, did you end up finishing Elden Ring, Pat? How'd you go? No, I still haven't yet. I still, oh, I'm, 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 I'm up to the fire giant, actually. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's fucking hard, yeah. Well, yeah, well, well, you, you know what? It's, it's really hard when he and I are just trying to watch Stranger Things together, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's naturally uh, hot, he can heat up the popcorn for you. <laughs> I always get home from work and he's just like, hey, babe, do you want to like watch Stranger Things? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm too tired from work. And he just gets really upset and starts beating my ass. <laughs> it was, you, that second. That, anyway, sh- you you should up. probably get domestic ah. abuse charges put against him. <laughs> 
uh seriously though, if you're in a set, that sort of relationship seek help there are there are many resources available better than fucking three dumbasses speaking on a podcast video anyway back onto it's a stranger chat. things no Elden ring that scene oh, when, that scene when you're going into the second phase of the fire giant and like he's just like standing and he's like leg snaps um fuck that jesus I'm there's sorry, there's Seth, that, and there's also the first um, boss um, uh, that chopping off his arm and grafting the dragon head onto it. Oh, you yeah, know that's fucked as well. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it is cool. It is very cool, and they grow back. Right? Is that the boom arm I've got? <laughs> the dragon. Head. Away. You put a dragon out on his real one, and then I got the boom one. Okay, cool. I'm with you. Nice, nice. You've you finally circle, finished fellas. that joke. I did. We've closed the loot packer out, fellas. Man, wow, that was unscripted and everything. That's fucking clever. We did it, fellas. We <laughs> did it, boys. We Pack s- her up. This is the last one we did. We did it, Patrick. Do. We solved the mystery. <laughs> the fast travel lounge can now end. <laughs> fast travel boomer. Um, but yeah, sorry, back on the stranger things. Um, yeah, um, so the mind player was mentioned and is still kind of like the overall antagonist of the series. But um, season four brings in a new um, antagonist called Vecna, the, um, the king of the undead. And I think that alone can kind of give implications of like what his his deal is gonna be. Um, what else can I say about it? Um, there's there's more to do with the Russians. They did a teaser a teaser stinger with the Russians at the end of season three that continues into season four. And there's like there's like four plot lines going on at once, maybe five in this season. And they're all given, like, a lot of time to breathe, maybe too much time to breathe, seeing that every episode is over an hour long, <laughs> and they're juggling all of these at once. Um, season 4 also delves more into Eleven's past, so we're seeing, like, how and why she got these powers in the first place, and uh, um, kind of, like, tying, finally tying everything together about... Um, how she how she got her powers, how that ties into the um into the upside down world, and where all these uh, um, monsters are coming from. So they're doing a very good job of uh, tying everything up with this season, and the way season four ends is um it it ends in a pretty big bombastic way to lead into the last three episodes, um. I'm probably going to give this one also a 9 out of 10. Um, probably, for now, I'd place it under season 1. Um, like, level of 9 out of 10. But it's they're, they're all pretty close together. Right, I'll add it to that list. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Hi- highly recommend it, because Stranger Things is a very, very good show. For that, Seth. Um, yeah, interestingly, I, yeah, I, I figured... I got told about it back when I was going through uni. Um, that I should go watch Stranger Things. And it's, it only just occurred to me when you said that there was a three-year gap between season three and season four that I went, yeah, that does track. <laughs> yeah. It has, it has been ages since I've heard people talk about Stranger the, Things. The actors have vis- visibly aged so much. Um, oh, I bet. One of the actors got his, um, his voice got a lot deeper between seasons as well. Um, oh no! <laughs> well, what do you expect, though? That's what you get when you get like kid actors. Like, yeah, it's, like, they, um, it's, it's just something they have to deal with. Like, they they it's didn't like, try to shy around it at all. They just like it happens. We have to deal with it. But these are the people that portray these characters, and um, 
they they still stuck sort of one year uh time skip between um every season actually i think season yep. four might just be a couple months after season three which is right. weirder to think about <laughs> it's like how um the internet was totally on board with harrison ford just uh playing himself as like a 70 to 80 year old man in solo yeah yeah <laughs> and how much better that would have made the film and the film is already pretty good uh by all accounts um, I, there was something else I was going to say on the back of that. Oh yeah. That, that time skip thing reminds me of, um, sorry. Thank you for that, Seth. Um, couple other random thoughts from me before, before we, we close up around the lounge. Um, that, that actor age gap thing reminds me of, um, did you know that they did three seasons of 13 reasons why? Yes, I did uh, actually. I know they did two. I didn't know there was a third one. Yeah. So they already looked old in season one and yes. by the end of it. It's just funny looking at, uh, I think it's Clay, the main character for seasons two and three, who is like, he looks like 25 and he's yelling at his parents. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and he's like, you know, I don't want to live in this house, whatever. And it's like, bro, you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's usually, um, for like high school shows, they usually get people in their mid 20s. Yeah, yeah. It, that's it, what they do with Glee. Like in season 10 of Glee, it's like, yeah, right, you're taking the piss now. Yeah, they also <laughs> yeah. did it with Archie. Uh, Riverdale, then, then Riverdale. Reverse, that's the one. Yeah, I was going to say what the fuck, Archie. But in, um, th then in reverse, you get, um, uh, oh, why don't I remember her name? Uh, the one that was the, the remake of The Scarlet Letter. Emma, Emma Stone, Emma Stone, where they get Emma Stone to play um, in Easy A. And everyone's like, yeah, she'd believably be, like, maybe not a teenager, but, like, certainly nearer school age than a lot of other times they get people to play, you know, high school students. And I think she was, like, late 20s when she played that. Might be wrong, but uh, that was just funny. Um, actually, it, it uh, also talking about uh, period pieces slash, you know, from the 80s stuff. Have you guys seen Fran uh, Freight at all? I have not. I, have, I don't think I've even it. heard of it. I'm afraid Super. not. <sighs> well, I tried. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you enjoyed episode 26. Um, no, it's a um, it's a series by um, it's it's an indie series. It's not from. I don't know what sort of budget it has behind it, but it's set in the 80s and it's fucking funny and it's very Australian. The entire premise of it is a a rich housewife in the UK. Uh, loses her husband and turns out that her husband's just been like embezzling just a shit ton of money so she becomes absolutely broken has to move back to like 80s Newcastle Australia uh, with her like at that point semi-estranged family and her two kids uh, and it's it's amazing and it's one of those series that's kind of like produced written and starring all the same person uh, Sarah Kendall I th I think is her name I think her first name's Sarah Don't, I'm, I'm not 100% on her last name but there's two seasons of it um, I don't know where you can watch it because I can watch it on Neon, but I don't think Neon's a thing outside of New Zealand because yeah, Neon's never like a streaming platform. Here. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, Neon's a streaming platform run by one of our cable companies. So <laughs> I actually don't know where you'd watch it overseas, but uh, it's called Frayed. I'm sure you can find it online. It is so funny. It's very, um, I want like, do, do you guys like where th th this is, you know, a, a Kiwi and a couple Australians, you know, doing this sort of chatting. So I think you guys would know what I mean when I say that it's very kind of Kiwi slash Aussie humor, 
I don't know how to describe that really to a broader audience, but it's very like if you've seen Australian films, particularly Australian comedies, you kind of get that sort of styling and that kind of niche that the that the series exists in. Uh, they're 40, 40 to 50-ish minute episodes, and there's about somewhere between six and ten a season. I saw this like quite a while ago now, so I don't remember it off the top of my head, but no, it was just funny because it, it reminded me um, that because they did a second season, I think, well, I hope that they're doing a third because uh, second ended with a bit of a cliffhanger. But what was really interesting, and this was actually really cool, and the final thing I'll say on it, is that for eight season two, um, they combined uh, the storyline of the season finale of Raid season two with one of the large, I think it was like, I guess just like a Newcastle earthquake or something in the eighties, like one of the really big ones. Um, and they actually sort of swap in and out of historical footage and the TV series storyline. And it is a comedy. Like the whole thing is, is a comedy, but it's sort of the, the Bojack Horseman comedy of, um, like funny and entertaining but it's got like this sort of like emotional edge underneath it through pieces when it's trying to be more serious. Um, and they managed it in a, in a really good way through the, through the final uh, episode of season two. But no, I just, I, I was wondering just because uh, it's, it's a very Australian show and I'm just wondering how, how widely known it is because I'd really like more people to watch it because it's really good and I really hope they make a season three and I hope that they are currently making a season three. But has there been a three-year gap between seasons like Stranger Things? <laughs> well, they did get a whole bunch of kids to play in it. <laughs> um, I, I don't actually know when season one, season two came out. Uh, I was lucky enough that I got introduced to it right before season two came out. So I saw all of season one and then I only had to wait maybe a month or two for all of season two to come out. Um, I, I don't know the years that they actually came out. But no, very funny show. Very much my which probably means nothing to people listening but my style of humor like um like the the writing in it is like how it is similar to how i like to write um like humor like you know short films type humor like i i i if i wasn't already fully employed happily in the tech industry in auckland would if i had the opportunity love to write slash work on a show like Freight is <laughs> is kind of what I made. <laughs> but uh, oh, cool. highly, highly recommend. Uh anyway, that's all I, that's all I'll say. It's just because the whole 80s thing reminded me of it. And I don't think I've talked about it on the show. So there we go. Freight. Extra bonus round the lounge content. Um that does bring us to the end of Round the Lounge for this week, unless I'm missing anything. Hopefully not. Yes, uh, your grace. Your grace. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no, we had the opposite thoughts. Oh. <laughs> When's the wedding? Okay. Wrap it up, Patrick. Quick, cut to commercial, cut to commercial. Thank you. To, yeah, yeah. Sponsor bit, sponsor bit. <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you're listening to, feel free to give us a right, uh, God damn it, a rating. <laughs> um, but, but that does take us to the end of Round the Lounge for this week. So uh, thank you to Seth and Steve for your contribution. And that means that we get to move on to part two for this week, which is, of course, the news. And that takes us to the end of Round the Lounge for this week. Thank you to Seth and Steve for your contributions. Uh, that means that we get to move on to part two for this week, which is, of course, the news. And dominating the news uh, for this week will be Pokemon, but that will come at the end, the tantalizing weight that we have to put you all through. And instead, we're going to give you something just as good, Sonic Frontiers. 
I, I wouldn't say just as good. <laughs> In fact, I'd say uh, overwhelmingly disappointing. <laughs> this. What do you mean? It's, this... it's hitting. It's hitting the final frontier, Sonic. If this is I the mean... final frontier, I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that is. Well, I mean, you know, they say space is the final frontier, and boy, does they look like there's a lot of space in Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, a lot of empty space. So we have a trailer, courtesy of IGN on YouTube, part of a seven-minute live stream, uh, where they seem way too happy about this. Sonic Frontiers world premiere gameplay in IGN first, seven-minute video, uh, 1.5 million views somehow. Uh, I'll be honest, kind of shit. Yeah, pretty shit. Have um, you seen it? Have you seen, okay, I know you've seen it, Seth. Cool, because it's your new story and you love Sonic. Have you seen it all, Pat? Uh, not all of it, but I've, I've um, watched chunks. I've, I've skipped through and, and watched. Uh, so I've seen about half of it uh, over the seven minutes. What about you? Yeah, I, I, oh, I watched about half of it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, it's, not, it's not doing it for me. It's uh, I'm I'm really not. I've watched the whole thing multiple times to pinpoint things that I am unhappy about. Here we okay, go, well, bring up the list. Uh, hey, Jamie, yeah. bring up the list. <laughs> hey, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> okay, remember, so... Remember, remember back when Joe Rogan had hair and made people eat bugs for money? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Those were good days. <laughs> it was a simpler time. Anyway, Seth, your, your first complaint with the Sonic Frontiers trailer. Okay, so... um, It... It does it does look like it could be kind of fine to just kind of run around the world, like starting with like a half-hearted compliment. The problem is that this trailer was very um it was very much deliberately going slow paced to show you like the different sort of things you could be exploring in the world and kind of doing in the world, so they were taking their time to show things off. Um in saying that, the things they showed off weren't great. Um, they fall into every open world game uh, design trope where there's like a bunch of different collectibles around the world that you've got to collect. They've got the um, Assassin's Creed Towers. Uh, it, Classic, a staple of any open world, yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, like Breath of the Wild, the open world is kind of empty and desolate. That's, what, um, that, that, that's good. <laughs> Uh, it I, I like being the only living thing for miles. <laughs> it doesn't look no, like it tales. controls. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> no, he's dead inside. It's slightly Dabs. different. Really <laughs> no, no, I got the tails joking. <laughs> Why? Um. Anyway, um, it, there's there's a lot of like weird design decisions with like how they've made the world. Like um. One of the first things they show in the trailer is he climbs up this wall and like it's just a 90 degree turn on this um on this platform he's on. But instead of letting the player just do that 90 degree turn, there's two dash pads. And I'm like, why are these dash pads here? Do they not trust you to just walk to the spring that's going to launch you 10 feet into the air? Um, mm. that it's, That's very weird. And there's dash pads and rails all over the world. And it's like these... These work in normal Sonic levels when they're, like, designed to uh, push you towards, like, linear paths. Yeah, like, when you're going from point A to point B. As yeah. opposed to point A to point... Wherever, wherever you've decided point B three, is going to yeah. be. 
because um, yeah. dash pads put you into like a lock straight line, springs launch you wherever they're meant to go, and it's like these don't work in exploratory ways. They just kind of uh, push you into certain directions, and you just got to go with whatever that flow is, which breaks your own exploratory flow. Um, what else is there? Uh, the animations in the game are fucking horrible. I don't know what they did. There's a bunch of animations just ripped from generations and colors and forces, and they've ruined all of them. They've made them look extremely stiff. They don't transition into each other very well. It's it's horrid what they've done here. Um, it looks like it's using Sonic Forces control scheme, which is also really bad because um, the boost games are fine for the games they're in, where it's all very linear and kind of like a racetrack sort of thing you're going through. But um, if you try to have any sense of controlling Sonic in like a 360 uh, kind of motion, it's he's very stiff and rigid to control in those things. And that doesn't work. Uh, that means it's not going to work in an open world game. Uh, there's And the last thing I wanted to bring up was the puzzles that they have in this. They're, um, they're Breath of the Wild style puzzles where... Um, uh, uh, how do I put this? Um, they, they make you stop and kind of just have to go through, um, a, a very slow puzzle sort of, uh, sort of thing you're going to do. Like there's, um, there's a five by five grid that you come across where, um, to pass it, you got to like step onto each tile and you can't jump and you've got to go along the correct path along the lit up panels. Um, mm. there's another one where you got to kind of, um, uh, just walk around a bunch of um, a bunch of uh, lit up torches, and there's a third one that I saw where you have to um, you just stopped in your tracks and have to turn a statue ninety degrees, and all of them are just like really big pace breakers of what you kind of want in a Sonic game. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's like they it, they very much put Sonic into an open world environment. And they didn't make the open world environments go uh, like work with what you want from a Sonic level sort of perspective, and so it's it's like a weird clash of ideas, and it doesn't look good at all. Uh, Steve, yeah, it looks like shit. You want to add to that? <laughs> okay, yeah, thank you. Steve. It looks like shit. Anything else? Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Um, I think it. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm, yeah, we'll wait and see, but I don't there, think it looks shit. There's a segment, like, at the three-quarter mark of the trailer where they go on, like, this minute-long uh, just run across a stretch of land, and, like, it, it looks neat. Um, He runs at a pretty fast pace, but then uh, in the last, like, ten seconds of that uh, segment to show him just running through the world, he gets stuck on a grind rail that's just sitting on the floor that's meant to push you a certain direction. I'm like, yeah, that looks frustrating. <laughs> Um, so I have a couple thoughts that you haven't touched on yet. Uh, one, uh, good God, I've seen quite a bit of Poppin just watching this trailer. Yeah, yeah, the Poppin was really bad. And even worse than that, for me, a Sonic game is best. I'm thinking mostly about the 2D ones. I haven't touched any of the 3D ones in years, uh, if at all. Uh, but... A Sonic game is supposed to be about the sense of speed and the like, the feeling of velocity, right? Like, gotta yeah, go fast yeah, isn't, definitely. isn't just the, the tagline. It's the entire weight. It's the entire state of being for, for this little hedgehog. 
And yeah. nothing about this trailer has given me that sense of speed. There's a cool, I guess, scale to the open worldness, but you're experiencing it at such a controlled pace, even though it's fast, it never looks like you're out of control. So it never feels like you're actually accomplishing anything by going fast. It feels like going fast is a requirement to get from A to B because there's nothing interesting to look at on the way. And you go as fast as you can because, you know, like in other games, like I, I compare this game to something like Forza, right? Where in Forza, uh, particularly in Horizon 5, there is so much in there is so much character and interesting things to look at in the world that you might be ripping by it at 300 k's an hour in a car and you want to stop and turn around and come back and take a closer look because it's something interesting. Here, there's no uh, like motion blur, there's no camera shake, there's nothing that gives you that sense of speed that you passing by something as fast as Sonic is going is still you experiencing it at the same kind of uh, rate as if you'd stopped and just looked at it for a few seconds. And I think that's hugely disappointing and massively problematic for a game that should be about how fast you go through this big open world. Yeah, and I that's kind wild. of what you I was... Just... I uh, you guys no, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, good, I'm interrupting. Um, I think it's fucking wild you just compared like a Sonic game to a car game. Um, I, do, I, I completely understand those. All those points are like very valid because what is what Sonic's catchphrase? Gotta go fast and it doesn't feel like you're going fast and that was literally yeah. my big problem with the trailer as well. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know how much longer you want to spend on this disappointing nah, video. No, no, no. Um, We've yeah. spent 10 minutes on this somehow but that yeah. was my biggest gripe <laughs> I, is that yeah, I just, the entire I, thing Sorry, you go, Seth. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say that, like, Patrick's hitting on it a little better than what I was in, like, the way I was trying to say it was, like, there's bits of, like, yeah, you, can't, you can go fast and, like, run through the world, but there's the way that open, worlds, um, uh, open world games are made, it's, like, you've got to constantly stop and do these little activities, and that's uh, the way the activity they put into this are, like, the complete antithesis of what you want in a Sonic game, and so, like... Yeah. You could go fast theoretically, but there's so much in the way that's like you got to start, then stop, then start, then stop, and it's like it's not. It, it's very much the opposite of what like Patrick was saying. You might do in a Forza Horizon game where that's got like an open world. You're driving fast for everything, but then you might stop to smell the flowers. This is more like you have to stop and do these little things to progress, and it just doesn't look fun. Yeah, it feels like it feels like it sees. Like, th this is the sort of game that feels like... This is the final thing I'll say and then we'll move on. It feels like the sort of game where it sees things that other games do well, right? It's got a similar open-world style to Breath of the Wild, and Breath of the Wild does it well. It's got a similar, uh, like, vertical um, element to, uh, like, uh, Phoenix Rising or whatever, which Phoenix Rising does well. It's got a similar kind of, um, uh, like, small soundtrack, large sort of grassy area to something like Arceus. And Arceus does that well. But the problem is, it's just copying all these other things and sticking all these elements that work in their own games into this game and then going, see, this game should be good. But the problem is, it doesn't define, it doesn't carve out any new territory for itself, that it just feels shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's um, all anyway. here, it's all there because you expect it to be in an open world game. Exactly, exactly. Uh, anyway, I think we should move on. Uh, good luck, Sonic. Uh, you will need it. Um, next up on the list, we have a bunch of Dragon Quest news. Uh, who wants to take this? Because I haven't played any Dragon Quest and would not do it justice. I have not played any Dragon Quest either. 
Um, I wanted to play um, number 11 because it's on Game Pass, but um, so I think that means we better skip it then. <laughs> no, yeah, I'll, take so. o- I'll take over it because um, <laughs> I do like Dragon Quest and I, I will get slapped in the face if I do not cover this. Um, <laughs> will you? Not by us. <laughs> uh, mm. So the Dragon Quest is celebrating its 36th anniversary, but at the same time, this is also the 10th anniversary of Dragon Quest X, that MMO we're never getting. Um, <laughs> nice. So just a very quick rundown of what happened, because I don't know if you guys have anything to say about these. But um, Not really. Dragon Quest Twelve is on the way. Um, Yuji Hori has said that it's being it's in development and it's coming. But um, there's a lot of Dragon Quest titles that are coming in the meantime to tide over fans wh- while that's in development. Um, these include Dragon Quest X Offline, which is Japan only. We're not getting that. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders got a mobile port, surprisingly. There's also that Dragon Quest Free remake that's uh, coming. That's in the HD 2D style. They didn't mention that here, but that I remember that was announced quite a while ago, and uh, uh, hopefully that comes soon. And the last surprise announcement was um, Dragon Quest Treasures is coming. Uh, they didn't mention consoles, I think. They did mention more information is coming in June, and that's a sort of prequel game that's going to feature um, a couple of characters from uh, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. I'm sorry, my internet just came back up, so I'm actually going to go into the article now and get those characters. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I've been... I, I'm so sorry about this. Um, it's... Uh, Oh God, you can fix this up in post, right? Yeah, true, true. But it's funnier if I don't. Um, it's got Eric and his <laughs> sister true. from Dragon Quest XI are going to be the main characters as kids, and they're, um, they're exploring a new world, and I believe this game they're monster tamers. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, when more information comes out, I will cover it. Wild. Uh, um, any other Dragon Quest news? Uh, no, that, that seems to be it. Right, thank you for that. Uh, Dragon Quest Corner update, Seth. Um, hopefully you and the other, uh, based Dragon Quest enjoyers enjoy that news. Uh, I don't count myself among them. Uh, uh, among us. Among us. <laughs> since, since, uh, I, since I, Steven I, interrupted you, Dragon Quest is great. Give it a try since, um, since it's on Game Pass. Play Dragon Quest Eleven. <laughs> It is. Dragon Quest Eleven is on Game Pass. Thank you very much for the reminder. I, it is on my list. Like every other fucking thing on that godforsaken platform. I mean, just backing up a bit, the Among Us little, like, bop that comes up whenever someone makes an Among Us or Sus reference. What a, what a bop. Anyway, next up on the list, we have an article from Gamatsu. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R launching September 2. Uh, this one will retail at forty nine ninety nine, but you can get the Season Pass as part of the Digital Deluxe Edition, uh, which is you know, season pass plus a couple extra um, costumes for 69. Nice. 99. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands has already completely burned me from season pass and digital deluxe editions, but I'm curious as to what you two think. Are you, are you keen for this? I'm keen, but I'm a little annoyed that there's a season pass. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Fig- figured, figured. Uh, we'll probably, yeah. I'm very keen for the game. I played the original um, on the uh, PS3, I think. I don't think it, PS3, PS4, I think, because there's this one, and then there was Eyes of Heaven that came out on the PS4, and that was another JoJo one. Um, I didn't really like Eyes of Heaven. It was more uh, arena fighter as opposed to 2D fighter. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm very keen. I, um, I, I love the, um, the bizarre adventure 
multiverse, if you would. Um, and yeah, it is a multiverse at this point. <laughs> yeah, they definitely fucking did that in part seven, didn't they? And technically part six. Um, spoiler alert. But yeah, no, I, I'm keen. I'm keen. And now that part eight has finished as well, at least the manga has, they might have a bit more representation from part eight because I think it was just literally... Yeah, I think that might be what some of the season pass characters are because they're adding a few new characters without that. But um, yeah, the, all the, of those are going to be the Eyes of Heaven characters by the looks of it. Yeah, it does. Like, yeah, there's Pet Shop and um, uh, Dio from Part 7. Like, it doesn't really seem like it's... Uh... But then at the same time, Part 8 doesn't really have a lot of, like, fighter per, per se characters, I guess. But it would be interesting. Hello. Do I care? Oh, wow. Excellent timing. Uh, Josh, what are your thoughts on JoJo Bizarre Adventure 2? Uh, sorry, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R launching September 2nd. Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the, the season pass specifically, where that as part of the Digital Deluxe Edition retailing for 69 nice 99 uh, gets you the season pass with some playable characters and some costumes? Uh, Steve was just telling us that uh, he's not really sure if he's worth it, and Seth uh, doesn't really like the idea of the season pass being in it at all, but I'm more curious as to what your thoughts are. So this is the first I've heard about this, obviously, jumping in being late, but that sounds sick. I reckon that's worth it. Yeah, it's just I'm not a, I'm not big on the season pass because this is a re-release of an older game. And oh, now they're doing like oh. additional DLC after the facts. Oh, OK. I, OK, I'm a fan of the, the game. I'm not a fan of that. That's <laughs> that sounds dodge. <laughs> yeah. Got to make your money I, somehow. I, 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 uh probably should point out for everyone listening uh josh actually just joined <laughs> i haven't well, been quiet for the last like what two hours <laughs> wait, 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 nothing oh, to say oh, fuck have you, have you been muted oh fuck oh no oh all those wait, times that you wait, guys wait, were not wait, responding wait. to me that's that you, was you were, you were recording that entire time though right <laughs> yeah yeah I, I I'll just just audio that, <laughs> let me just go back in and add like two hours of blank audio for you so <laughs> no, just, just just do the reaction shots yo that's crazy <laughs> do you want me to do like some yeah, like YouTube thumbnail like faces like oh <laughs> he was among I, I, us I, the whole time. <laughs> I I I really wish we had this better planned and we could just do the Eric Entree interview of just someone sarcastically clapping and then something insane happening. I could just be the bear that walks. <laughs> like I don't think this is a good idea anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Get out. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's all we're going to cover on that. Uh, look, well, sounds like people are looking forward to it. Uh, I'm on the fence. I'll wait to hear what you guys think. Next, is it a tall fence? The list. It's the it's 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 the 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 fence of your dreams, Steve. Whatever, whatever. Like if you dream it, you and Bob can build it. The white picket uh, fence, the American dream. Next up on the list, we it's have hard to sit on. another article from Gamatu. Uh, announcing the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, uh, which is, um, I don't know, kind of kind of exciting, I guess. I know that it had a rocky launch, particularly on PC with all the bugs, but uh, overall I heard the game was very fairly well received. I picked it up on sale and haven't opened it yet, but I intend to play it at some point. Uh, I actually didn't run into many problems with it on the PC version. It was all the console versions that were a little um, oh, buggy yeah. and not performing did well. You- a little bit you mean completely unplayable. Yeah, it was yeah, from what I heard. But did you get it on launch, Seth, or a while? I did. Later? I got it on launch. On launch. What a moron. Imagine I said paying launch. full price for a game in my right, Steve. <laughs> Man, I'm just gonna tell you, you twenty four months. All <laughs> games have to go back in the oven for twenty four months. 
Can't Again, wait to hear about Elden Ring in 24 months from you, mate. We, we, we that's, must di- go that's, that's different, but. That's different, but. <laughs> People that's are talking about content. that one right now. He's got FOMO. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you missed it, Josh. I, I went on a big rant about how Elden Ring's the worst game in the world. <laughs> I, I hope for your sake that's sarcasm because I do know where you live. <laughs> I can't remember. You, we can play Elden Ring together and just die because it's a shit game. Uh, no, but anyway, no, Steve, Steve was saying how he much preferred the uh, fantastic gameplay of uh, Uncharted 2. Uh, anyway, uh, back to Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, we have that the game is coming out in 2023, which, shock, uh, surprising no one, um, picking up five years after the events of Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, so, Seth, you said you played it. Did anyone else play it? Um, yeah. I attempted to. <laughs> yeah, because you got it on launch. And you... I, no, yeah, it was no on... I didn't. Didn't you? No, so I, I, I had no intention of playing it, to be honest. Um, so I, I mean, I'm a little bit biased, but when I got my Xbox One X like six months or so after the game released, it came with a download code for it. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, this is supposed to be like, you know, the Dark Souls of Star Wars, quote unquote. So <laughs> I, I loaded it up, tried to play it, got maybe 20 frames if I was lucky. And every time I went to go fight like one of the first bosses, it, the game just crashed. And I was like... Okay, I guess I'm not meant to play this game. <laughs> Tried for like oh. three hours and I just could not play it. You know what? Speaking of low frames, we completely forgot to put this in earlier, but super quick update. I actually did get to try multiverses uh, after all that. Uh, I don't know what the fuck they did to New Zealand internet, but they, they like switched the shit out of me. It was, it was yeah, so that was hard rough. to play. That was, that was chugging at a solid like five to ten frames a second. <laughs> And it's it just all funny because all, all offline was absolutely fine, but online was an absolute shit show. But it turns out I'm really good playing mages. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny because Seth was like, oh, this has rollback. Oh, it's going to be so good for online play. And you're like, I can't oh, play this game. I was, <laughs> I was rolling back like you would not believe. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, uh, mages work exceptionally well in that sort of environment. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, just had to throw that in there. Really should have put that in earlier. Oops. Oh, well, what can you do? Only episode 26. We're still learning. Uh, next up on the list, we have an article from Kumatsu. Crazy. Never heard of them before. Um, titled, Romancing Saga. Minstrel Song Remastered announced for PS5, PS4, Switch, PC, iOS, and Android. And I don't know about you, but I see the term Minstrel Song in a headline, and I think, geez, that's uh, dicey. <laughs> I see remastered and I think, oh boy, no new <laughs> ideas are there. Um, I, I didn't this is think anything until I loaded this article. Yeah, it is fucking, fucking horrible. Hell. Yeah, that, that's why I wanted it on the article, uh, because these are the worst chibi sprites I have ever seen. Yeah, I take back everything I said about BDSP. This thing needs to go on fire. <laughs> oh my god, this is horrible. Jesus. You just like this. I don't Make know. BDSP. Square Enix is just having fucking nothing but flops lately, huh? I, I think I would rather play Babylon's Fall. That <laughs> no, okay, Josh. Uh, all right, Josh. Yeah, come on, man. Come on. You, this game probably has good uh, gameplay. It's just uh, shitty graphics. He, he, he's not going to put <laughs> go, where go his money is. join the one other player. He's not going to put where his money is. His, uh, uh, he's not going to put his money where his mouth is because he already promised Balan Wonderworld and he's not going to do that. I will well, play that game when it becomes a reasonable price that I can play, pay it and laugh at it and not suffer for paying for it. I mean, I mean, between you and me, Seth, you also promised spoiler cast, but what do I know? <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> oh. Uh, 
I wish I thought I'd be here on time today while we we're piling on. But you know. <laughs> okay, so just to yeah, um, get him, Josh. <laughs> while we're talking about Babylon's fall, how many people do you think are playing it right now? Uh, two. Yep. Half, how much do you think? Half of half? one. One. Half, half, reckon, half of one. Half, half of someone. Oh, so someone's got an idol on the main screen. What do you reckon, or, Seth? Or it's two uh, people playing I'm gonna, in the trench. I'm going to guess uh, six. Well, you're all fucking wrong. Zero. Oh. <laughs> Even the one guy that was playing game decided, no, I've had enough. Off. That guy's asleep at the moment. Jeez, so you play count as zero. <laughs> In the last 30 days, it's only hit a peak of 10, so. Oh my god. Oh my god. Honestly, I wasn't expecting the zero. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, that's just on Steam. Maybe people are playing on Xbox or something, I don't know. Atriarch pointed out uh, in, in a video last week that it's absolutely insane to think that one player has the entire beck and call of the live service team at Squeenix. <laughs> <laughs> and that they were like, no, we're not going to scale down development. Oh my god, he literally controls the economy for the entire I, game because he is the economy for the entire game. I completely forgot as well, but I should also add in, like, just while we're talking about it, they're launching season two. Uh, that's going to last about six months. Um, I believe they said uh, before the game launched that they have two seasons worth of content ready to go and they're going to continue oh, no. developing more after that. I will not be surprised if it gets canned after these next six months. Oh yeah, no me either. Anthem, Anthem and Artifact both said that they would revamp the gameplay and then someone from upper management went, nope. So. Yeah. They're like, hey, do you know how much money we've lost on this? Yeah, no, let's just stop this, please. Yeah. But we're trying to save face. No, 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 no. But, <laughs> That's not how this works. Alternatively, think of this as a counter headline. Single, single Chad enjoys entire season of Babylon's 4 content to himself. I mean, to be fair, if he's like, oh, this needs a buff, this needs a nerf, like, the entire player base is calling for it, so he can kill what he wants. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Do you think there's any kind of, like, Steam marketplace trading, and he just lists it for sale, hoping that one day someone that isn't him will buy it? <laughs> someone might buy it as a meme. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. I wonder what the Steam trading cards for that game are worth. There wouldn't be enough of them that they would be super cheap, but there wouldn't be anyone looking for them, so would they be super cheap? Yeah, that, so you reckon it's like an NFT sort of situation, eh? Yeah. Mm. Bottom fell out of the Babylon's 4 market. Monkeypox comes for Square Enix. I don't um, think it'd be an NFT situation because NFTs are actual money laundering, and I don't think Babylon's 4 has that acclaim yet. I don't think Babylon's 4 has any money to launder. I'm. I'd be so curious as to whether people are, like, pretending to run a Babylon's Fall Twitch stream just so that they can stream pirated movies and all the other shit that they did with, uh, Artifact. Morbius. That, that'd be so uh, Artifact stuff no, is people hilarious. are actually streaming Morbius. There's, there's no joke of that, they're oh. just streaming Morbius 24-7. <laughs> Got a mob it's somehow. Morbius sweet, baby. God, it, what they that, say, it's Morbin time. Uh, apparently, it's actually being memed into making a sequel now. <laughs> it's telling you it's a false flag operation from do Sony think, do you think Jared Leto has to cry himself to sleep every day on set <laughs> I fucking hope so what a horrible man that dude is he made okay music though <laughs> he had like two good songs maybe 
I, I realize we've gone wildly off topic from the article we were discussing, and then I remembered that the article has the word minstrel song remastered in it, and I went, yeah, that's <laughs> gone full circle. <laughs> it was also horribly, disgustingly ugly. Mm. Uh, in brighter news, uh, Destroy All Humans 2 uh, is getting a, a launch date of August 30. This, of course, they call it reprobed. I played Destroy All Humans 2. I don't remember it having a tagline on the sequel. This is just for the remaster. No, this is yeah, just for the just remaster. For the remaster. Yeah, okay. They did the same thing with Destroy All Humans 1. I can't remember what the word was, but it was it was something weird. But also, I, I, the remaster I also want to point out that the main character's name is Crypto, and that is an unfortunate <laughs> name in this year. Gotta go mining. Is anyone gonna play this? Uh, uh, no. maybe. No, do not kid yourself, Seth. You will not be playing it. No. I, okay, I remember, Stephen told I have, me no. I have like very <laughs> strong memories as a kid as playing the first Destroyer Humans and going, wow, this is awesome, this is so much fun. And I played the remaster because it was on Game Pass at some point, like a year ago or something. Yeah. I'm not sure no, if it still is. is. It still is. It's still it's still is. On Game Pass. Yeah, that, that, that game does not hold up. <laughs> it <laughs> would be, be great if I was still eight. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I remember enough of Destroy Humans 2 to know that I don't need to play the remaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really kind of uh, just digging in the nostalgia barrel for that one. Maybe, yeah. maybe when it's yeah. on Humble Bundle. Uh, I'd, I'd with other better it, games. That that was... So Destroy Humans 2, for me, I don't actually remember the, the years that these came out, but that was a similar time to when I played Mercenaries 2 World in Flames. And I remember having much more fun in Mercenaries 2, and that was very kind of just causey before just causey, where, you know, fully destructible environments and stuff. So, if anything, it just reminds me how much I want to play Mercenaries 2 again, rather than destroy all humans. Uh, Probably for the best. Anyway, that's where we're going to leave that one. Uh, Next up on the list, an article from PC Gamer. What's that? Not Gamatsu? You're right. Uh, That Microsoft is making a dongle for game streaming which I can only assume they're calling either like Chromecast or like Gamecast or... It'll be Gamecast. Steam Link. If it's not, if it, <laughs> Xbox Link. Xbox Cast. Uh, X-Link. It'll be something really cool that obviously I'm, I X-Link. can't think of. I believe they're calling it the... Um, the, the uh, um... Oh, fuck. What was it? Game Boy Link Cable? Shit. I've completely blown the joke. But what, it was, what was, it was called the Game Boy Link Cable. It was okay. I thought it had a better name. I was just thinking. I'm pretty sure it was just the link cable. You're asking a lot for Nintendo. Naming is not their strong suit. Look at the Wii U. <laughs> I was looking at the Wii U as well. Look at the look at the Nintendo DS. What what could you have named that thing? It had double screens. Bro, what are we I didn't realize as a kid for the but, longest time that that stood for dual screen. And then you, you could have called it Nintendo that- Flip. All I'm, all I'm saying, everybody gangster <laughs> until they drop the announcement of the Nintendo Switch coming later this year slash next year. The new Nintendo Switch here. Game of Christmas is around the corner, fellas. True, true. Anyway, um, uh, are people keen for a Microsoft dongle? <laughs> um, I think like- if we had better internet, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like to say I would be, but at the same time, my Xbox is connected to my TV at all times. So <laughs> to your knee bone, <laughs> your knee bone connected to you. <laughs> but but you could connect this. Uh, you could connect this Xbox. <laughs> This is the way you said it. I don't know, man. You can connect this. Um, uh, you can connect this Xbox dongle to your bedroom TV. Well, I need a TV in the bedroom. So, well, some of us are singles. 
Yeah, I take the Xbox with me when I go into bed. <laughs> you put it on the PS5 when I first got it. I kept so, moving it. So. Seth, I don't know yes. about you, but when when I when I uh, move from the lounge TV where my Xbox is to my bedroom TV, I just have another Xbox. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't own six figures. Microsoft stonks go up. <laughs> um, I want to point out quickly about this that this was the original. This was like basically their game plan since the like Xbox One X. Like they and even the Xbox One, they were like, we want to do a digital console. Games are going to be streamed to the future. We don't need a disc. We don't need any of this stuff. They've been building on this for years because they see that this is the future. And I think they're right. Like I always thought they, they are, were they, right. They, yeah, because remember when the first the Xbox One originally was being basically just a media box. Yeah, they literally were piloting it as like a media box and like, oh, you always have yeah, to be it was called the Xbox the One because it was meant to be the one box for all. The, yeah, one box yeah. you needed. Yeah, and they got fucking torch for that. And that was like, what, 2011, 2012? It was always a good idea. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, it's okay though because then they just they, talked about how you can just attach your connector. The thing that got them torched the most was that it was going to be always online. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it true was a well. good idea, terrible execution, and they've gotten better at the execution and now they're like, cool, let's move back to this. So I, I think this is a good idea. Um, I don't see any problems with it. Either you're going to buy it and you're going to use it, or you're not. You're going to use an Xbox or use a PC or whatever you're going to continue using. Yeah. So um, cloud yeah, gaming the- will eventually be useful, and it will be yeah. the way to do it. It'd be interesting to sort of see how it works with, like, do you connect your normal Xbox controller to it? or uh, It'll probably be a normal Xbox controller of a Bluetooth, yeah. similar to what you do with the phone cloud streaming. You use your yeah, you yeah, use yeah. your connects as uh, collecting dust in the cupboard, <laughs> implying I've still kept it in the cupboard. Yeah, I um, got rid of my connect because I need it. They they don't they haven't announced a price point for this. Uh, I mean, obviously it is that it's just rumors. But if they did go ahead and say that they were making this, what price point would you guys actually consider buying one at? I wouldn't uh, consider buying one. I think realistically, it'll release at about ninety nine bucks US. And yeah, I think it'll be about 150 here. I would, yeah. I would, if I did not have like an Xbox console, or if I was like um, always moving around TVs. Like it doesn't really suit my lifestyle now. But at the same time, like if I had a lifestyle and I was jetting around all over the place, you had a being lifestyle businessman. <laughs> um, right, just buy multiple TVs. But you don't need more than one TV. Not in my household. So think about it. You could either buy one Xbox dongle or you could buy just multiple 40-inch TVs. What the fuck are you talking I about? Where's the dongle going to plug into? Where's the dongle going to plug into if you don't have a TV? No, mul- multiple. You obviously have at least one. Come on, Steve. Oh, play. sorry. I, I know what you mean now. Sorry. I got... Anyway, anyway yeah. I, I, thought, I don't think... I wouldn't pay for it at the moment, but... Um, Fair enough. But yeah, maybe... Um, Speaking of things that Xbox has pride in, uh, they revealed the CS Pride controller. Uh, Wait, did they? Yeah, it's most. It was literally this morning. It's the most ugliest piece of shit I've ever seen. I I was gonna say, big big fan of the movement, not a fan oh, of the controller. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> they clearly didn't have any gay people working on this because their styles all <laughs> off. Oh my gosh, what have they done? Even me, as a straight heteronormative man. It's the ugliest thing I've ever fucking seen. Um, it, I don't it know is. who they had working on it, but 
Um, I mean, like, I can understand I, where I, I, the I, concepts I, I, came Chad in. I, as anti-LGBTQ person, would say <laughs> actually that's quite good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what is this um, thing to say? Please say psych. <laughs> <laughs> About which part, Seth? <laughs> uh, yes. All of these. <laughs> everything, yes. everything you just said. Ends more. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it looks awful. <laughs> I understand the concept for it. It's just, honestly, the biggest problem is that the, the design goes straight into the joysticks and everything. If they had, like, a black ring around all the buttons and everything to distinct, like, distinguish them a bit more, I think it would look a little bit better. But it's still just, bad. I, 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 I just think everything is all over the place. Like, yeah. all, the different, like all the different flags are being stretched out and they're just all over the place and some are bending in weird ways and it's just, it's not they, a great design. Have- it's they, they graphic design a- is this person's passion. <laughs> oh god. They they had such a good opportunity to turn the um the X Y A B buttons, you know, whatever block you want to give to those buttons. I actually have no idea what people call those buttons on any of the I think it's A B X Y is what people no, usually no, no, just no, go no, as. No, they're no, face, no, buttons, but, but face, the face buttons. Face buttons, yeah. Face yeah, 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 face, yeah, yeah, face buttons. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um they like the face buttons are such distinctive colours on the Xbox controller anyway, like even more so than than PlayStation, I would argue. PlayStation um, got rid of the I, colors for the PS5 one, that, which did, is, yeah. is, is that, like a point. big, yeah, it's a big uh, sticking point fans are unhappy that, with as well. Th- that's, that's my point though. And so someone looks at this and goes, I'm going to design the pride controller. And they look at what's already four colors on the controller and went, fuck that. <laughs> what do you um, mean? The, the four colors are still exactly the same as they were. No, they are, but I'm saying like the. They don't have to be though. Like they could be but, something else. No, no. I'm saying keep the colors the same, but make the controller design use those colors. Well, those the colors the reason they didn't use those colors is that um, every single one of those stripes on there is a different flag of representation. They're like the stripe stripe down the middle. There is a trans flag. There's the rainbow LGBTIQ flag. There's the bisexual flag. There's all sorts of different flags in there. Each one of those stripes is a different one. So that, that's why you have those colors. I just think that that design in particular is chaotic. I, 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 get, I get that, Josh. I'm like, sure. All I'm saying is you have four colors of the pride flag ready to go on your face buttons and your graphic designer went, but what if we just vomited rainbows all over it instead? All right, I get you. Oh, you like yeah, integrated a bit better. Like yeah, 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 yeah. use yeah. the actual like rainbow like, flag around those face buttons or something. Aesthetically pleasing, yeah. Fuck, it's it's right there. It doesn't even go. It doesn't even go around like the entire controller. It just sort of stops at the top. It looks like because like the, down the bottom, it's yeah, like, it does, doesn't it? It looks like it only goes literally just on on the top. I wonder yeah. if it goes around the uh, the triggers at least. I doubt it. If I if I know my Xbox, um. Anyway, but anyway, yeah, it's just and you got stocks on them, so you should know them well. Yeah. Before we move on, uh, would you rather own this controller or use the uh, play the game with all those ugly chippies minstrel song? What? What chippies? What chippies? Uh, sell both, buy Krispy Kreme, easy. <laughs> I cut my hands off. All right, that's the based answer. Oh, see, I, I see Steve doesn't want to touch anything LGD, uh, LGTBQ approved. <laughs> oh, don't be like that. Oh, come on, big fella. <laughs> he'd, much, he'd much rather grab a manly dongle. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. What's next on the agenda, big fella? I'm embarrassed by this conversation for us. <laughs> uh, next up on the list, we have uh, an article from Gamatsu. 
again, <laughs> shout out to Kimatsu, um, that uh, Shinji uh, Hashimoto, the Squeenix producer, uh, retires. Uh, I can't imagine why, after all of the great success that we've talked about from Squeenix in the, the past few episodes. <laughs> Shinji Hashimoto is actually responsible for a lot of great things at um, Square Enix, so like, mm. he's been producing on Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts forever. He's basically the reason why Kingdom Hearts exists in the first place, because I believe he was the one that was in the elevator ride with the Disney exec that got the concept running. Um, and yeah, he's just overseen- <laughs> it's, it's true, it's true, I was the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah he he's just overseen those two franchises for such a long time and um quality of uh, recent final fantasies aside that's what i was about to say <laughs> um, no he's uh, he's been uh, he's been kind of like the public face of these um franchises uh, for a very long time and it is kind of sad seeing him go yeah but he's earned his rest. <laughs> he said like he's dead. <laughs> Retirement might as well be death. Oh, okay. Finally, you, he can die. <laughs> you, you really speak into the right-wing Australian industry, politics. Yes. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, I, yeah. Obviously, we like to meme on, on Squeenix, but yeah, no. People that have been around particularly the same company for ages, which, you know, he has. Um, having joined in, what was it, 1994 as of the article? Yep, cool. he's been there for 28 years. Crazy. A long time. And yet, not a single uh, scandal, unlike every other Western <laughs> company. So at least he's doing something, right? True. Uh, probably doesn't have Twitter. He's, he's got the golden <laughs> he, 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 he announced his retirement on Twitter. Oh. Terrible. Get cancelled. Anyway. Well, he's uh, cancelling himself. Gotta do it for, before someone else gets you. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> is this just the armor? Either... Is just the is this the Elon Musk take of it? You either uh, cancel yourself now or live long enough to see yourself get cancelled by other people. <laughs> um, finally, before the uh, long-awaited Pokemon chat, uh, one more article for this week, uh, courtesy of PressStart.com. Uh, June PlayStation Plus games have been confirmed and. Top of the list, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Let's go, baby! Smash Bros. back. <laughs> Literally to have I'll a nine hundred ninety nine percent fucking uptake in new players. Can you imagine? Their servers are gonna fail. <laughs> I wonder if this includes the I'll DLC. It. No, I'm, it doesn't. I'm so uh, free, oh, I'm so free giveaways don't include DLC. I'm so excited for the devs to be able to play against people that aren't other devs. <laughs> <laughs> that's just great just imagining in my head just like them doing like a tournament searching online and still getting each other and being like okay cool we need to buff or nerf this character based upon the community experiences and they're like we are that's the true. community <laughs> oh no I just I just have to throw that in there because you know Morbius sweep let's go baby <laughs> also being given away um, God of War the game that's free back. if you have the Playstation Plus on PS5 already anyway Mm, yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and all Star Bros. is on like, um, Naruto or whatever. <laughs> Strikers, yeah. So, literally, yeah, the yeah. game where it was $3, and I was like, hey, is this worth buying? And Steven was like, no. Yeah, I think I, I got it on like Mega Sale for like 11 bucks plus like two season passes. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I fucking hate this. <laughs> it's, it's, 
It's a weird it's Naruto shit. capture the flag sort of game, isn't it? Yes. Or capture the point. They, you capture the point, I, I'm pretty sure. Or And there are like battles where it's like PV, like you against and up to four people against like a big enemy. But they're not like fun. Like it's it's just the same thing over and over. Then there's, like, there's only like four maps or something. And there's no balancing. So there's like two characters that just like mog the meta. So if you're doing PvP and you're not that character, you get mogged. Um, and if you're PvE and you don't play one of the two good characters, you get abusive messages thrown at you. Like, big fella, I'm, like, level 5 and you're level 70, of course, and have every character unlocked. Oh, touch grass. <laughs> don't get it. It's waste. Don't. This is literally... That, that game is the L. Hey, this, this, this is a PSA. Um, right, fair enough. Uh, right, and so to wrap up the news this week, uh, some Pokemon news. Uh, got to start with we got to start with the Morbius sweep of the news. Um, <laughs> going forward, I hope to transcend the boundaries of video games, said by Absolute Chad Junuchi Masuda, having left Game Freak and being appointed as the chief creative fellow to the Pokemon company. <laughs> Absolute king. This is the same man that said he's going to stop doing post-game in Pokemon games because people play games on mobile phones. Yep. Yeah, That's where I'm your Battle Frontier leaving. went. Yeah. But no, he was good. He oversaw um, Gen 3 and Gen 4, didn't he, as well? And then he lost his touch. I did, yeah. I did despicable things to a ditto in several DS games in the name of this man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Masuda method. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 hope, I, hope he, uh, I hope he's okay sleeping at night, because I wouldn't be. <laughs> I, I know the ditto isn't. <laughs> Sleeping. Uh, he was. He was also a founding <laughs> member of Game Freak. He, he's been involved with the franchise since Pokemon Red and Green. And you know what? They still don't have voice acting. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> you sound like Mister Incredible. We get there when we get there. Um, we got to keep yeah, everyone on their know. toes. It's true, it's true. Uh, I don't have a huge amount more to uh, say to this. I just think it's worth bringing up. Um, I hope that Pokemon goes in an upwards direction now that he's not involved, because um, a lot of... It, it's not that he's a, like, a terrible producer or anything. It's just that in the last few years, it seems like he was making some, um, some weird decisions with the franchise. And some Josh takes. Yeah, like <laughs> like the thing about real, people play games on mobile phones, so we don't want to make Pokemon games too long because people will just go play on their phones later anyway. The, and that give sort of literally like, hundreds of hours of content. <laughs> yeah, and that that's that's like why why do you have that thought? Why don't you just like make a like a feature rich game? I just but, yeah, I just can't get over the quote going forward. I hope to transcend the boundaries of video games. Yeah, that, that is quite the quote. I have Pokemon stepped has, into the blockchain. Pokemon in general has transcended video games, so I, I guess he wants to go into that direction as well. Oh god, he's going to start overseeing the anime, isn't he? <laughs> uh, mm. Anyway, and to, and to finally wrap up news this week, we had the drop of the second Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet trailer. Uh, courtesy of YouTube, and 
Holy shit. I'll try and keep this discussion. To hang on, hang on. So, no, no. So the Pokemon company made this trailer. YouTube didn't make this trailer. What the fuck, Pat? Weird thing to say. What? You said like uh, the Pokemon trailer comes from courtesy from YouTube. Because you can find it on YouTube. But yeah, I don't know. That, uh, just maybe semantics. Anyway. Um, so the new trailer came out. What do you reckon, fellas? <laughs> How about that cock and ball Pokemon? What? <laughs> this is my podcast now. <laughs> Patrick, so, continue, please. On, okay. on the note of the okay. cock and let ball me, Pokemon, me, literally the first thing I said. Let me try this again for Steve's benefit. We have a trailer for the upcoming game Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, courtesy of the people that made the game. Is whoa, that whoa. any better to Pokemon, you? Hold on there, egghead. <laughs> Where'd you find it, Bob? <laughs> I, I, can, I, can, I can hear Patrick having a brain aneurysm right now. Okay, continue. Look, look his, heart, his heart's I, back I was... up to a normal uh, rate. <laughs> look, Steve, I was I was silent when you talked about how all you wanted to do was settle your differences with the fire giant, and I stayed silent when I made you talk about it twice. All right, but this is where I draw the you line. You brought it up the second time, my my brother in Christ. You brought it up the second time. <laughs> You brought it up the first time as well, I think. <laughs> I was silent, anyway. you weren't. <laughs> anyway, um, in this trailer, we got uh, quite a lot of information. Uh, I think we should start with the most pressing information. LeChonk, what are people's thoughts? Based Pokemon, I love it so much. Absolutely. It's triple S score. Literally perfect. Cannot improve. Fucking pig. What the fuck are we doing, fellas? It's probably got shit stats. It's you. I. Seth was in the video call with me, and my housemate also heard me literally just screaming. I. It's named Lechonk. It's it's Lechonk. Like, look at this boy. Like, I was just losing my mind. Ten out of ten. Oh, it's so good. Literally, could not uh, give higher praise. No, definitely not. Uh, I. I for one, uh, look forward to fighting Spanish. Uh, Spanish youngster Joey and his Ultra Instinct Chonk. <laughs> I just hope it's not the Rattata of this gen, but also I kind of hope that's, it is. That's the thing. Yeah, it well, is. What else is it going to be? Like, it so clearly is that youngster Joey's going to have like a team with with one like really strong one, and it's going to be Ultra Instinct Chonk. I just, I, I just want this to be a pseudo legendary. That, that that's all I want. Right. Josh, Josh, hear me out. Fear Chonk. Oh my god. <laughs> Somehow outclasses the Rattata because it has a built-in focus sash. <laughs> No, it doesn't. No, I, I think it has got an EM something else. I want this to be the Rattata of this generation because that means that um, we're not getting another rat. Good. Patrat was a mistake. Patrat is great. <laughs> you're the only one who thinks so. Yeah, you're the only Blood one who haunts my nightmares. Bro, my, my, name, my name is shared with that thing. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Actually, now that I think about it, way too much of my name isn't Patrat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's really awkward. Um, Patrick the Pat Rat. I'm I'm doing it. I'm going to go replay uh white now and do it. Uh next up we should discuss uh the <laughs> I don't even have words. The lower jaw of the gods of of the Pokemon professor this gen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're uh they're, they're, they're both bisexuals one. 
Yes, 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 they did. <laughs> Can confirm. And they celebrated with the Xbox Pride controller. No. <laughs> Can, cannot confirm. Yeah. But yeah, they, right. um, it, it's interesting to sort of not derail it with uh, Seth slobbering. Um, I haven't said anything yet. <laughs> yes, I can hear you. Um, I want to point out very quickly before you move on because it's funny. The first words that Seth said when we were watching these trailers together is, oh shit, she a baddie. <laughs> Which is, I stand by that. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's interesting how like they've got a different That's him, professor, officer. But- That's him right there. <laughs> That's the one that needs to go to horny jail. Yeah, straight to horny jail. But it's interesting they've got a different professor depending on the version you're playing. Yeah, yeah this is the, the first, first time, time they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah, cool. it definitely seems... It's also interesting because um, Seda is based on the uh, Spanish word for past and Turo is based on the Spanish word for future, which is... Um, yeah, and she, she sort of seems to be wearing, like, fur with the other guy. She, she's, wearing wearing like cave, she's wearing a cavewoman outfit. Yeah. <laughs> which has made everyone go even more unga bunga for her. <laughs> yeah, and the, the other guy, the, the, girl, the absolute chad guy, looks like the... Um, the He's guy wearing a Tron suit. The, he, was, he looks like the guy that was in charge of the Brotherhood of Steel in Fallout 4. Um, it's. I think you're going to get that can... reference, my bro- my son. All all I can think of is um, what was the guy's name from from uh, X and was it X and Y? No, um, Sycamore. Rose. No, 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 no. Um, oh, Rose from, from Sword guy. and Shield. Yeah, yeah, from Sword and Shield. It just it feels like <laughs> can we have Rose? No, we have Rose at home, but Rose at home is actually Rose, and this is what people want. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for this guy to have a fit about a plan that's going to be delayed, like, what, an hour? <laughs> Just despite you have a thousand years in the future, this being a problem? Uh, yeah. I'll never understand wait. that plot point. Insanity. Yeah. Uh, Leave, right, Masuda. So Don't come back. Enough, <laughs> enough uncle-bunkering over the professors. Um, next up, we should discuss the fact that this has four-player co-op. Yes. Holy shit. That is fantastic. I'm going to start this with exactly what I said. I hope to God it's not the Souls kind of uh, no, that, multiplayer. That, that's just it though. So what, what they showed is the four people splitting into different directions, which makes me think it is true co-op, not just like shade slash um, uh, area-based co-op. Yeah. I, I fucking I, I, hope I, I so. I hope I'm right about that. If we could actually play it and like run into people organically, like friends in the same world, oh my God, that'd be the greatest Pokemon game that's ever released, just for that feature alone. That, that's sick. That's so awesome. Will I use it because I don't have friends? Probably not. But it's really cool. <laughs> There's four of us, big fella. There's four of us. That's like, true. Can't wait to out yourself there, my man. I can't wait to, to be at the last zone then like the first day and for you guys to be in like the, the second town. And I'm like, wow, have you finished the game yet? Let's get the Pokemon League. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Take the day off. The We're going to take the day off. I will take the day off. What do you mean? I'll take a week off. What do you mean? Sorry, what? You beat BDSP in three days. How is this an issue for you? Yeah, three days yeah. took a while. Touch grass. Um, but yeah, no, it, it looks it looks yes, good. Yes, Grace. Um, yeah, ooh, <laughs> a callback that Josh won't get. Uh, it, it, I'm not sure what I feel about the four player co-op yet. Um, I will be cautiously optimistic, just like what they did to us with the wild area. Remember that? Remember the wild area? Mm. Remember the, wild area. the switch just couldn't run it. <laughs> yeah, but remember what they yeah, promised us. You'd be able to see and friends because of that, Josh, this game Josh. doesn't look like it's going to run well on Switch. I was, was going to say, no. Josh, I'm going to let you in on a secret. This game's also yeah, running on Switch. I know. And, like, I think someone someone in the podcast chat said, like, what about, like, it doesn't, um, like, how's the Switch going to run the four-player co-op? And I was like, Rise did it perfectly. Like, 
<laughs> and then I think it was Seth said like, oh, but this has like the competent devs or something. Like, yeah, Rise had competent has devs. competent devs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is just made True. by a small indie company. Give them a break. Yeah, but the, the highest grossing IP of all time. And, and, and I heard that they just lost one of their uh, executive producers to the Pokemon company. To the Pokemon mm, company, true. even. That, that's going to be their excuse. <laughs> this Pokemon game might be worse because the director stood over and went to the Pokemon company for this Pokemon game. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the Pokemon company just deals with, like, uh, merchandising and other type yeah. of things. They probably don't, like, they probably don't even care about the video games anymore. They only care about how much money that Pokemon Go makes, which is fucking a trillion dollars. Wouldn't it be funny if you just walk into, like, the Japanese Poke Center in Tokyo and just Masuda's just the retail clerk? <laughs> He's been demoted to customer. <laughs> demoted to customer? <laughs> no, no, it's promoted. Promoted to customer. Uh, okay, is that uh, shit, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, all right. Uh, we, we, went from, we went from happy things, uh, something sad we should discuss. Uh, Toxapex and Marini look like they're making a return to this game. God, I was like, as well good. when I saw them. I was like, oh no. <laughs> what do you mean? Those I, are very good Pokemon, both of them. Fuck you. Yeah, they're great Pokemon. No, I, didn't like them. Uh, I love them. It. We're getting into personal taste oh, discussion. I, I, I love them as Pokemon. I just hate the idea of their existence and how strong they are. Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. Well, that, that's fine. That and the and the environmental damage they do in their real forms, uh, out in the world, uh, like out in 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 real life. Still better than grammar. Rational hatred of them. Better than grammar and come backwards. <laughs> come backwards. Than- is that an, is that an order, big fella? Gr- grammar. <laughs> huh? Like no, muck. no. C- come backwards is in muck. Yeah. Yeah. Got that. Um, but anyway, let's just move on to these legendaries. Um, yeah, because yeah, it was a, wow. Actually, read my mind, Steve. That was the next yeah, thing I was going to bring up. It's, it's, a, it's a it's a three and a half minute trailer, and as much as I like spending twenty minutes talking about uh, what we want and we're not going to get, um, yeah, these are shit legendaries. I'll be honest. Fuck these. No, guys. the Scarlet one's sick. I love the Scarlet one. I actually oh, quite man, like that's... the Violet one too. But it's the very first intro, the silhouette. It's just like I was like, that's a penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> the actual like design of it, like the whole like future and the like um I love the, the pixelated the, LED the eyes. The pixelated eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, those, yeah, are, yeah. those are cool. They're That's very dark sick. punk. Um also it's it, a literal jet. That's fucking dope. Yeah. yeah that, that's, it's a jet I, bike. <laughs> we did already have two jet legendaries though. That, that that's yeah. why I couldn't get over it. But it's either. been it's a like, it's it, been a good few gents since then as well. The, this is definitely one where, uh, Mum, can we have Valstrax? No, we have Valstrax at home. <laughs> Mum, what is Valstrax? Uh, play Monster Mom Hunter. Is- okay, good. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the um the Scarlet one, uh, Coridon or whatever how you pronounce it. Um, that definitely gives us Monsanto vibes. They just my only real problem with these is they they just don't look like Pokemon. <laughs> They they look like Digimon escaped into the real world. They do. They do. It's the fucking po- type. Pokemon has had that for a little while though. Yeah, you can only yeah. do so many like cartoony designs without starting to go like into a different direction artistically. Yeah, they are very over designed. It's just the fucking wheel cylinder thing they've got, especially for the Scarlet one. It's got a fucking That's... wheel in its chest. If it didn't have that, the other the it's so cool. The Violet one does as well. It's just more subdued it does, than. But it like yeah. it, it's yeah, it's more it blends in a bit more as apart from like it's a black fucking monster on its two legs with a wheel yeah. sticking out of it. Like it's my oh, no, 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 no. is the irrational fear I have of the uh violet legendary where the where the jets look like they're pointed forwards, which means that their knees have to be turned backwards, and that just makes no. me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
That's interesting. I never thought about that. That's kind of cool. It's got legs or just like sitting on chairs. Does it float? Does it even like touch the ground? It can't touch grass, fellas. Oh, no. It can't touch yeah, grass. I, I don't think it has legs. I think it's just the jets. Turn the jets on, big fella. Benny and the jets. Wow. Newtown jets. Wow. <laughs> even more niche. What the <laughs> fuck? How is this happening? <laughs> Um, but yeah, right. Um, so I, I am never one to go with popular opinion. Which one are you fellas going for? So I can decide. Scarlet. Dual pack. <laughs> Cringe. Dual pack. <laughs> Which oh, one are you going to play first? Seth? Which one are you going to play first, Seth? Ah, uh, Scarlet. Hang on, mate. Are you going to get by the dual pack and then emulate them again? Fucking hell, we <laughs> No, no, no. If I, if you guys, if if I want to play with you guys, I actually have to play this on console. All right, so you, you, Scarlet, essentially, what are you getting, Pat? Uh, I'm, I'm actually not sure. I'm kind of similar to you, Steve. I don't have a clear preference until they tell me which ones are version exclusive. Uh, yeah. But, I said this but yesterday this to my housemate, based right? Based on what other people play. All that matters is that Seda is in Scarlet and she has fangs, so I, I have to go that way. <laughs> yeah. I said this yesterday to my housemate, I'm like, I'm, I very clearly want Scarlet, but if LeChonk happens to be, for some godforsaken reason, a Violet, like, exclusive, I will buy Violet. Even if I have to just buy it, just to transfer it to Scarlet, I will buy it. <laughs> um, finally, uh, I didn't hear any voice acting. Did you guys? There well, is there no was hope. music playing over the top, so I hold out hope, but my hope is very thin. I have no hope. I expect that to be voiceless. Yes, yeah, same. There, was, there are no voices. You're literally delusional. If you think there's voices coming, it... I, I hold hope. We, didn't, we wouldn't think four-player co-op was coming either, but here we are, you know? Yeah. Pokemon usually puts, um, Pokemon usually puts uh, gameplay before, um, uh, before any sort of, like... Um, Graphics. Uh, Good game design. Yeah. <laughs> game design. <laughs> <laughs> any, any sort of technological improvement. Story. Uh, um. Finally. <laughs> but uh, wow, tech, what is it? Technology is science is incredible. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh man! Oh, thank God that guy's back, man. Yeah, I know. I look forward to his chats, honestly. And I, I need to wow. find the guy that's like, wow, I love shorts. Though. They're easy and comfy to wear. Not always youngster Joey, but there's always someone. Uh, the final thing. Uh, quick, quick poll of the room. Uh, Lechonk, what is its next evolution called? Seth. Uh, I saw someone in my work chat say that it should be called Lafic, and I kind of want that. But I'm also I'm also partial to Lechungus. Lechungus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh no. I need, I need to ask myself if I can change my own answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve, what about you? Um, I don't know. Um. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably not as enamored to it as you guys, but like, would like Le Swine or, uh, uh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it's just Swine Ob too. Um, I I don't know what I want it to be called. I just hope it's another good pun, and I think uh, it'll just, probably just play off for dinner, eh? Oh, I knew you were gonna say that. I knew someone was gonna fucking say it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it fucking last night. I'm like, someone's going to say that tomorrow. Fuck me. Um, no, I think I think it's going to play off something to do with a boar, like B-O-A-R. I just don't know what it would be. 
I was, like, well, I was playing this game bored, am I right, fellas? <laughs> um, okay, hear me out, hear me out. Uh, Lechungus and Lethic become version-exclusive evolutions for Lechunk. Which one do you buy? <laughs> oh, I have to go Lethic. I, I go with Lechungus. I, yeah, nah, after the beatdown I received from that fucking Bugs Bunny in the recent multiverses thing, nah, I'm, go I'm going Lethic. Lefic fire saves lives. Exactly. Lerib. <laughs> McRib. Maybe that's McRib's gonna be the McRib. <laughs> that's how they announced the McRib return this whole game. The, the, the third so it goes Lechonk, Lechungus, and then the third evolution is just called the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> Go the <laughs> And we I think we're due for a McRib. It's in about two years. God, man, can we be sponsored by McRib? Not McDonald's, McRib. Anyway, oh my God. we're going to leave the Pokemon chat for, the, for today. Um, but I'm, I'm, man, I, I was already hyped. I'm now super hyped. I'm very yeah. keen for another Pokemon game. Yeah, this is, this is just um, uh, kind of uh, expanding on my, um, what I wanted after Legends Arceus, which is just Legends Arceus, but made into a real Pokemon game rather than like them testing the waters and that it seems like they're hitting that really hard um i before we before we end pokemon though i want to um ask one more question and that's about the rival of the game uh when you oh, guys yeah. did you guys notice that she has an arm brace on no mega evolution okay. return no i i i saw the arm brace and i thought it was like a prosthetic arm yeah um, i i thought uh, it might have something to do with um whatever the new uh generation gimmick might be because they've all been bracelets or something but mm. I, it just fucking breaks your arm but also <laughs> um they went out and said that she's a clumsy she's clumsy and she doesn't actually she's not good at throwing pokeballs so i think that just might be a character design thing where she's got an arm brace to help her with throwing that's pretty cool design i like that um I have, I have two questions for people before we move on. Very, very quick questions. Uh, what do we think of Pormi and uh, Smoliv? Because both of them are also adorable, 10 out of 10. Smoliv is great. I love Smoliv it. Smoliv is excellent. It uh, I love Pormi because it like reminds me of like, the beta. It, uh, it's continu it continues a trend of um, like the small like bulb-type, grass-type Pokemon, but they're, so they're always adorable. And I, I love that I this one it. just looks terrified and sad because, like, same saw, fam, same. I saw, I saw fan art before of um, Sobble next to it, and it's like, don't worry, we'll cry together, and they both just start bawling their eyes out. I, I saw fan art of Lechonk basically, like, eating Smoliv as, like, Pray, and I hope that that's not canon, but it probably will be. <laughs> I, I saw fan art of Seda chewing onto a Lechomp while Turo is telling her to stop. Um, I don't really care for these new Pokemon, to be honest. I love them. I think Smoliv is such a great regional design. It's so cute. Smoliv looks like the base evolution for Lilligant. I'm not sure how I it does, it. Does. Yes. Yeah, it does. It does, yeah. It also kind of looks like Badu. Yeah, well, yeah, I, that's, I think it's a Badu um, region variant. That yeah. was my take. Yeah, so something like that, or what's that? Um... It, it's like the new version of an Oddish. Yeah, yeah. I love Oddish too. Pineapple. I love grass type Pokemon. Around. Obviously, those aren't real. I fucking hope it is. 
Uh, oh, I really do. Question, Josh, or was that it? Yes. So the second question is, and I, for me, the answer is no. But has your opinion changed uh, in regards to the starter Pokemon that you want after seeing them in the trailer? No. No. Negatory. Still yeah, getting okay, cool. the fire. I, I did want. I did want to bring up something for the um for the starter Pokemon though. That rem- that reminded me of something. Um, Weed Cat is officially real. Um. Uh, when I'm at when. <laughs> Bro, you need to put down the joint. <laughs> Weedcat is not real. When Sprigatito, <laughs> in Sprigatito's like, I guess it's going to be its Pokedex entry. Um, It says that when it needs and rubs its four paws, a sweet aroma is released that can mesmerize those around it. This aroma has therapeutic qualities and makes opponents lose their will to battle. That's just oh weed. <laughs> That's just weed. I don't know, man. It's just using sweet scent. <laughs> I wonder what its uh, abilities are going to be. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, obviously it has Overgrow. Overgrow, but, right? Yeah. But like, um, you know, what do, they, what do they call it? Hidden ability. Grassy Search. Maybe something oh, new. Oh, please don't evolve into like a giant fucking on two legs thing. Please, no. We've gone We've over this, this so we all no. don't want that. I, no. It's going to be a grass fighting type. Grass, fight. grass fighting would be kind of cool. Well, Chesnaught's useless, but kind of cool. They did that with Chesnaught, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah but Chesnaught sucks. <laughs> No, it doesn't. Chestnut is sick. You've never used it. That's Chestnut. I haven't used it. I don't like it. That looks like a digging one. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Well, that's it for my questions. That that, that meme was brought to you by the um, uh, bloody Delphox gang. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, The less said about Delphox and its middle evolution, the better. (laughs) The middle evolution specifically? Yes. (laughs) Look, I've been on the internet. Yeah, speaking of the internet, fun facts, uh, the one time they had a Pokken tournament at Evo, uh, the person that won it entered so that they could get more porn drawn of um, at Braxian. Good God. Cursed. <laughs> I, I, I feel like you brought this up on a previous episode and I've still vomited in my mouth a little. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, as I, as I tried to do about eight minutes ago, we're going to move on from Pokemon now. Uh, and we get to move into the audience question for this week. Uh, audience question set, sent in by Andy. He says, hey, everyone, big fan of the show. Uh, I would be interested to know what your least favorite game could have done to make it not your least favorite game. Uh, I thought that was an Ooh, interesting question. It's uh, an interesting does question. Does anyone have any thoughts on this? I do. I have to think of my least favorite game I first. I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what's my least favorite game? All right, well, Seth, you go first. You clearly have thought about this. Instead of releasing Final Fantasy 15, you released Final Fantasy Versus 13. Fuck you, man. Face <laughs> <laughs> opinion. Just, just, just released Final Fantasy 14 too. They did. It's a Realm Reborn. Yeah, they did. It's literally 2.0. Um, I think. Okay, I don't. I don't have a legit, legitimate Thanks, answer because I don't think I have a least favorite game. But I'm gonna say that Uncharted just Uncharted 2 just could have oh. been good. Oh my it was <laughs> good. <laughs> It was. Yeah. It's a ten out of ten. I wouldn't say it's a ten out of ten. Um, it's oh, probably, no. it's, it was. A, it was very good when it came out. Uncharted two deserved better than we gave it. Oh, I don't know, man. Um, well, yeah. I don't know, what would be my least favorite game? Yeah. Do you have an answer, Patrick? I weirdly, I actually can't think of a game that I've played and just like. Like, there are games that I won't play again, but there aren't any games that I think of as like, oh, I really didn't like that game. That was my least favorite game. I think, 
there's got to be. I mean, there's a lot of games that I dislike, but not, and they're all for various reasons. But I don't think there's anything that sticks out as a. This what is about Chain the of worst Memories? game I've played. What was that? Sorry. What about Chain of Memories? You stop that every time you play it. Yeah, but that's because it's a card game that is no fun until you can figure out the loophole to abuse it, and then you yeah, abuse and then, it, and it's still yeah. no fun. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like it's over. You spend half the game. How do I play this? And the other half of the game. Bang! 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 Uh, did you have a thought, Steve? I honestly don't know. Um, hmm. There's a couple of games I reckon that probably haven't aged well. So I reckon it's more of like, a, oh, if it was a bit more intuitive with camera controls. Yeah. It'd probably be a lot better, but yeah. yeah. There isn't any game that stick out to me that I'm like, oh, I hate these games. These are shit. Mm. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna squirrel my answer a little bit just because uh, I I would count Life is Strange two among games that I haven't liked as much as other games recently. Having yeah. said that, I haven't finished it, and that's probably partially because I haven't liked it nearly as much as Life is Strange one or Before the Storm. But in terms of what it could have done differently, uh, it phrased it, it it put so much emphasis on you buying into the relationship between uh, your like the character you're playing as and his younger brother. And the younger brother was just irritating as shit to me. <laughs> and I grew up with two of them. So this was just PTSD. <laughs> so um, what I really liked about Life is Strange 1 is that you were, I think Max was an only child canonically, but it didn't really matter because the whole setting of it was like in a school and there were other characters that kind of came and went and the relationships that you built weren't hinging all on the same person. They were amongst different people. There were some people that featured more heavily like Chloe and stuff and that was all fine but they didn't hinge everything on like you are the only support structure for this other character and this other character's only support structure is you because that really relies on you buying into it and in my case I just did, I I couldn't it, it's hard I intend to finish it at some point but I am certainly not enjoying it nearly as much as Life is Strange 1 or Before the Storm um, yeah the first Life is Strange is pretty good um, yeah I really like the first one I have an answer now um, it's not, not a great answer, but it's going to be very loose. So I, I absolutely love MMOs. Uh, I played a lot of Final Fantasy. I played a lot of, uh, World of Warcraft, like insane amount of hours into World of Warcraft, into Redstone, that very niche game I was talking about. All these games suffer from the same problem, and it's the doling out of very small amounts of content that are time-gated week after week, uh, so that it becomes like a habit or whatever. I, I don't think anyone likes to play a game where they go, cool, I can't wait to play a ne the next part of that quest for an hour next week or next month. I would rather just sit there, play a game and go, that was excellent, and then pick it back up when they update it, or don't pick it back up at all, give me a complete sort of game. And every MMO does does that, but WoW is very particular about how they do it in the, in the terms of like, cool, you might get one new raid over a year and one new dungeon over like two years and then it's like time for the new expansion and it's it just kills the game and i think that in general needs to change and is definitely one of the the worst parts of, of playing the, those kind of games so i think that's the best answer i can give so patrick how do you feel about uh how do you feel about that statement with uh tiny tina well, I mean, I, I enjoyed Tiny Tina. It's just the DLC that was a total letdown, but that's I mean, really on the game. That's, that's kind of the same for WoW, though. I mean, like, 
the base game, like the base expansion each time they release it is like, yeah, that was kind of cool. Can't wait for more. Cool. See you in four months for one update that's very tiny. Uh, tiny. This is supposed to be that. like some kind of live service model where there's constant updates in gameplay and they're building a world, but they release it so slow and in such small amounts that it's basically pointless. So you basically play the game for the start of the expansion, pick it back up in another year or two when they drop the new expansion. And it's like, mm. I, I will say tangentially related to that, not to, to gripe against Tiny Tina too much, because as I stand by, the base game is probably still one of my favorite games of the year, just because it's, you know, the sort of game that I really enjoy. Um, DLC can go to hell. Uh, but uh, on sort of reminiscing with the online community about why we all hate the season pass of Tiny Tina DLC. We're all reminiscing about how good the Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 3 DLC was, which means that eventually we've just worked all, we've, we've come full circle and worked our way back to, man, remember how good Borderlands 2 was? <laughs> yeah, very good game, very good it, game. It doesn't, it doesn't fit in with the question per se, because it's not that Tiny Tina's is bad, it's just that Tiny Tina's is fun for me, and Borderlands 3 I, was fun for me as well, and I have a couple hundred hours in, well, across both, uh, but my god, what a masterpiece Borderlands 2 was. Um, anyway, tangentially related, not super related to the question. Any other thoughts before we, before we move on? Any other thoughts, comments, queries? Yeah, just what you're saying is I was looking through the Wikipedia article for like um, video games with notable negative reception. Um, and I just want to give a special no shout out. Sky. Um, that came <laughs> back, that came good. Sonic 06. Yep, those are all on there. Um, but SimCity from 2013, very big shout out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that is a spicy shout out, yeah. That, that definitely that was. Game. I remember I paid like, what, 60 bucks for it, and it was broken for like two months. And that was and really weird. Well, still broken. Yeah and, yeah, and it did a lot of things that. How would you uh, like to play a single player game online only? Yeah, it was straight. And they had. And then they were going things. to make a console out of that. Yeah, it's, it's very big shout out to that. They could have done it. They loosely could have made City Skylines, and it would have been perfect. Because um, every time I play City Skylines, I'm like, oh, I remember SimCity 2013. I I think I think there's there is a, a slight difference here in that when I thought of how Andy phrased the question, I was thinking games that I have played that I didn't enjoy. I saw SimCity and went. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I, yeah, I played it and it's I felt very... List. <laughs> I feel so fucking burned by that. Um, yeah, fair. Oh. I did go back probably six months later, like after the dust had settled and they did fix it and they did add an offline sort of mode. <laughs> I was playing it in offline. Um, was it called the tutorial? No, was this you actually do everything. Was this it before was... or after EA won the Golden Pool Award for the third year in a row? I think it was after. Um, yeah, garbage in. And I, did, I didn't mind it. It had like a weird... Uh, I could see where they were going, like the direction they were going for. But obviously, um, the direction they were going in was the wrong direction. They didn't test it, and they didn't really sense check it. Um, and they were, obviously, EA was just being fucking scumbags, trying to milk everything for what it's worth. Mm. Uh, but yeah, special shit. That's probably my... It, I, because I went back and played it, maybe I'm just sort of... Uh, it sort of cured the... to get hurt again. Yeah, it cured the sort of type of thing, but, eh, whatever. Yeah, okay, okay. that's me. Sweet. Uh, well, off, thank you. Thank you for that question, Andy. Uh, hopefully we um, uh, answered your question. 
Uh, and to everyone else listening, if you or someone that you know has a question that you'd like us to answer, get in touch. We're on Facebook at Boss Travel Lounge, on Twitter at Boss Travel Lounge, minus one of the L's, uh, and uh, on good old-fashioned mailbag, Lounge at gmail.com. Uh, if you're listening to uh, this podcast on iTunes, feel free to give us a review and star rating. It really helps us out and, uh, you know, boosts us in ye oldie algorithm A. <clears throat> Likewise with uh, Spotify, YouTube, all the other platforms, uh, any kind of feedback that you can give, we surely appreciate. Uh, that does bring us to the end of episode 26. Um, anything notable to look forward to next week? Bunch of movies. Oh, uh, they can talk about what, a 20-year-old game. <laughs> well, like Ma- Maverick is technically out now, but I haven't seen. I, I will oh. have seen by this time next week. Oh, well, okay. I actually want to watch that cool. too. Yeah, good. I'm, I didn't see the first Top Gun, but anyway. Uh, mm. The Boys, I think, is due out. Uh, yes, that's that's, that's coming soon. Out. Soon, soon. Uh, I, I guess I'll. I guess Perfect. since Steve told me to, I'll binge Avatar. Very good. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Avatar: The Last Airbender. No, Korra. Airbender and Korra. Oh, oh you'll do both. Yeah, good. Even better. Excellent. Great. Wait, have you not seen it? I haven't. No. We're not oh, doing oh, this oh. now. Oh, yeah, we're, we're yeah, not doing we, this now. We, we this is an this hour-long discussion, discussion. Yeah, we had this discussion before, Josh, and we did the same thing. Um, anyway, uh, anything from you, Steve? Final word? Um, I'm playing a Pokemon ROM hack, and I'll probably talk about that next week. Nice. Can we get a uh, sneak peek on the name? The ROM hack? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, at well, least he's honest. I have, I have been Patrick. Uh, I have been joined by Seth and Steve and kind of Josh. Yay. <laughs> You've been listening to episode 26. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Happy birthday, the New South Wales Origin team for 2022. We're going 3 0 this year, baby. Woo!